taking off in five, four, three, two. What up? What's going on? It's been a while. It's been too long. A little bit too long. It's been too long. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, you know, I, I've been trying to think over the past couple weeks of different ways that I want to start consuming more content because such an American thing to say <laughs> different ways. I want to start consuming more. Yeah. C- Cause I'm American. That's uh, this is yeah, America. I'm American. Yeah. But they're like levels <laughs> of, of American, right? There's like the, yeah, I'm American. You know, I live here. Mm. There's the America first. Yeah, well, okay. Those and then there's extremes. a okay. make America great again. Right. Well, I think those are both, those are the same. Now, America first, that's just like, you know, the bullshit patriotism, right? Uh, uh, the make, make America, America great again is, is like, bullshit it's like patriotism. Uh, combined with false, it's racism. like super false, extreme patriotism. Sure. Um, no, I think they're both like patriotism is just to me is kind of a stupid thing because it's like, uh, like, so for instance, like we, we like would pledge allegiance to the flag, but I mean like, okay, like, uh, what is that like? What does that mean? Like it's brainwashing, like right? Like it's kind of just like anything else that you get indoctrinated in is is like believing in America as a concept in terms of uh, at least what it's supposed to be in terms of sort of the safe haven for uh, you know um, any sort of culture or any sort of uh, ethnicity. Um, this is supposed to be the place where you can come to and, and make anything of and have an equal opportunity to make anything of yourself. Now, on paper, that's what it's supposed to be. Clearly, that's not what it's actually in practice. Yeah. But I can align myself with the concept of it. But I can on I can clearly see that there's a difference between the concept of America yeah. and what America actually is. So if you're pledging allegiance, what the fuck are you pledging? Pledging allegiance to, allegiance to anything. Yeah, it's, it's, it's weird. It's usually not concept. a good idea. Yeah. That's why Captain America never signed the Sokovia Accords. <laughs> <laughs> that is very true. He that knew, like, hey, he knew. the he best knew. hands are my own. Right? I'm not gonna. I'm not signing that. Yeah. And then um, Civil War. Yeah. Um, okay. So, but uh, what I what I was saying is. I'm trying to figure out the best way, right? Because one of the things that kind of got me last year was we got to the end of the year and I realized that I had not actually watched in the greater scheme of all the content that came out in 2018, hadn't watched really that much of it. Like I watched a lot of it in my own, what I would consider like a lot of either TV and film and all that good stuff. But then I was looking out the list. I was like, yo, there's like 20 movies that are like considered like top 20 movies. I've seen like three of them, you know? Yeah. Um, and so I didn't want that to happen again this year. So I've been on this mission to just watch as much new shit as I possibly can. Bruh, it's, it's fucking exhausting. Yeah. It's I mean, simply exhausting. It's a lot of work trying to keep up on your shows and movies and build it into your schedule. Mm-hmm. And usually it means you got to stay up late, right? Mm-hmm. Cause you can't, you can't fucking watch Endgame first thing in the morning <laughs> before you go to work. You can try. Yeah. <laughs> that would mean if you've got to be at work at nine in order to watch yeah. Endgame, you you've got to wake up, up five. at four or five, right? Yeah, yeah. Let's let's say all right, five. It's a three-hour movie. Movie finishes at eight. You got about Take forty-five minutes to yeah, yeah. shower, eat. Fuck no, yeah. no, no, not doing that. You can't watch it midday. You can't take a yeah. three-hour lunch break. And your boss is like, "Hey, um, you can try. You can try. Meet me in my office at four yeah. thirty. I right? already know what the You're uh, fired. I already know what this episode is going to be called. You can try. Yeah, yeah. You, can, you can try. That's Good luck. Not, I'm going to say that again and again. This episode, you can try. 
so the only, and so the only way is like if you come straight home from work, like but let, let's say you get off at five, you get home at like six, right? Yeah. You start end game. You don't finish that until nine. Yeah, that's cool. Your day is done. Um. I mean, yeah, your day's done. What else are you going to do with your day? What are you going to do? Like, fucking. Well, I mean, some people like to go to the gym after work. If you've got kids, you might want to nah, love them. No. Nah. <laughs> Negative. Uh, yeah, you come home, kids are there waiting for you, like, Daddy, Daddy. you're home. <laughs> Get the fuck away from me, son. <laughs> Don't bother you me see, for the next three hours. Yeah, you see what Thanos is up to. <laughs> <laughs> you throw oh, him off of the uh, off of the balcony like he did to Gamora. <laughs> Daddy, can I watch it with you? Absolutely not. Uh, son, I need the soul stone. Come with me. <laughs> this is how we get it. Um yeah, dude. So so how how do you stay up? Like do you do you like search for new things to watch or do you um and, and we're going to have a you know another section where we're talking about, you know, what we're watching right now, but like how, how do you go through the selection process of what you actually spend your time? Cause I like what's, what prevents me a lot of time from watching new shit is old shit. Like I just, I know this, I love it. I want to yeah. watch that again, but I'm still working on this old shit. No, no, I'm saying like, I like what I'm saying is that I'm usually caught up into watching old shit. So that's what prevents me from like watching new shit. Right. Like, so like the office, right? Like I want to watch the fucking office for like the, the thousandth time in a row, you know, but there's this new show that just came out that everybody's buzzing about. I want to kind of see what that's about, but also I just want to watch the office. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm always kind of caught between the old shit and the new shit. What prevents me from staying on top of new, co- it's, for me, it's, it's the not wanting to commit to something new because yeah. like there are these old priorities that I have and I know that I'll never get to this old stuff. If I don't if I, if I start something new right yeah, so I'm like yeah. you know what I'm gonna go back and watch The Sopranos because I know because uh, yeah. I know a lot but of people I know because I know it's good though. but that's a commitment so committing to something old that you know it's good it feels for bad because it's for like for me the it's a little bit gone. easier than committing to something new that really? I don't know is good no I, I no weirdly enough I, I think and I was thinking about this as I was watching a new show that I hadn't watched previously, the reason why I was actually okay with doing that versus watching an old show that, uh, like, so for instance, you just, uh, maybe I'm letting the cat out of the bag, but uh, I know you're you're going through Narcos uh, a little bit. Um, the reason, what prevents me from going through Narcos is that it's something, it's something that's old, but it's also like a very big time commitment, right? What's, allowing me to watch this new show that just started this year I only have eight episodes to work with true you know so like the shows that like take like multiple seasons I'm like Ooh, yeah this is that's why when you said the Sopranos if it's like nine seasons this is like, that's exactly yeah. what the Sopranos is nine yeah. seasons that's I, I, we gotta schedule that alright only on uh, uh, Thursday nights am I gonna watch one episode of The Sopranos and then I'm leaving it alone you know, but see like, if it's an older show like that right if it's The Sopranos I can watch a little bit here and there I get tired of it maybe like pick up something else right yeah. and go back to it because it's easier for me to go back to that than it is to like if it's a new show right let's say I watch like 
Um, I'll get to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're we're, we're cracking some. Um, this this podcast is sponsored by Brooklyn Bel Air Sour. What is this? A uh, fucking yeah. Uh, let's just beer. let's just call it an IPA. I don't know what that is. Yeah. And uh, Cesar's Pacifico Clara. Yeah, uh, I, I know. I, I know. I, I know you don't know I, any of those yeah, words because no, you try to no, rush through it. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't yeah, know. I don't know okay. what I was saying. <laughs> I, I apologize to everybody. <laughs> um, but like, uh, we're, and we're definitely not sponsored by them. Just yeah, by yeah the we're way. not. Yeah, uh, we're speaking into existence. Yeah. <laughs> so, the reason why, again, for me, it's. Like if I go to uh, Sopranos, right, I can watch like four or five or six or seven episodes, right? And then maybe I take a break for like two weeks and I watch a little bit of that. But if it's a new show and they're on season one, if you don't keep up with every episode, like when they release it, yeah, like let's say, let's say new show comes out, eight episodes, I watch four, I give it two or three weeks and then I watch another two and I give it two more weeks and I watch the final two episodes, uh-huh. right? That makes me feel like a little bit of anxiety, like I'm not on top of my shit, right? But if it's an older show, everybody's already seen it. I don't need to be up on it. Like, could you could you imagine this last season of Game of Thrones, right? Yeah. Not having watched every episode when it aired, and then you're behind. Everybody at work but is already I, I, talking uh, about it. You mm, don't know, and it's anxiety. But like, I, but I, I would say that that's because it's a. Um, for one, I'd be scared of that with old shows, right? So there was. Um, what show or movie was I wanting to watch where I kind of already knew the ending? We talked about it like either last the last time we recorded or, or time before that. But uh, there was a movie where I like it was an oh, oh um, Jesse's or not Jesse's. Um, Breaking J- Bad. J- Jacob's Ladder. Jacob's Ladder. I already know the ending and they just came out with a remake of it. So I'm very hesitant to go out to watch the new remake of it because it's like I already kind of know the twist yeah. coming there at the end, even though I had never watched the actual original film. Um, See, for so, me, that, so like, that's, there's comfort in that. But why is there comfort in it? Like you already know what's going to happen. Like it, it's different if like sometimes I, I do think like knowing something ahead of time is kind of like beneficial uh like it creates weirdly like a, a some like sort of mystery like you already know what's gonna happen but you're like how the fuck did they get there like how, how yeah. does that happen but when it's like a twist you're like well i mean okay like if, if somebody tells you if you never watched the sixth sense and then uh somebody tells you the ending there's just literally no point for you to watch the movie yeah but then there's you very realize little. bruce willis is in it and you're like I but know he, I'm gonna get. He's not blowing anything I, up. It's yeah. uh, I don't need. I, I don't need a Bruce Willis list. Uh, wait, wait nothing Willis, blows up. Nothing blows no up. No guns. In six months. Yeah, no guns. Shit, I gotta <laughs> see this. Let's, let's see what the fuck happened here, <laughs> right? Uh, but like to me, finding a new show is like it's like going through a breakup, right? Like let's say, um, perfect example. I just broke up with Jessica Jones, right? Okay. <laughs> You know, yeah. I, I, when you said Jessica, I was like, "Damn, we're really gonna like hash some like real shit out here." <laughs> I, just, I just broke up with her. We we went three seasons. You know, good relationship. Right. Thing, things didn't work out. Mm-hmm. Ended that relationship, right? Mm-hmm. So, I could go out and you know start a new relationship with somebody else. You know, go head in a different path. Yeah. Or I can go back to my to my ex, right? To like you know something something in my past just for one nighter, uh, <laughs> so, so I could I'm gonna find comfort there, right? Yeah, you know I don't want a new relationship. I'm just gonna go back to that old thing that I know it's good. Yeah, but you, right? it's a very abusive relationship. You you know you hate she it. She already knows how I like <laughs> it, right? <laughs> 
she doesn't have to love me. I don't have to love her. There's just she comfort knows. there. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just gonna hit play. Yeah. And then we're, hey, let's just let's have fun with this. So only on Wednesdays, <laughs> only right? On Wednesdays. Only Wednesdays we're gonna yeah, do yeah. this thing. But soon Wednesdays turn into Wednesdays and Fridays, and then Wednesdays and Fridays turn into. You're safe as long as it's a week. weekday. If it's Thursday, Saturday, or Sunday, if Saturday night yeah. you're hanging out with your ex, yeah, you're not no. All right, so so no Jessica Jones for a rain on. So <laughs> so Friday. If, so Saturday, for me, Sunday. like if I finish an, if I finish a show like Jessica Jones and I start an old show like that I've been meaning to watch, like The Wire, The Sopranos, whatever, right? Yeah, I'm gonna dedicate only available time to it, right? Mm. I'm not gonna dedicate my prime time to it. Okay. Prime time, I'm still going to reserve for new stuff. But my downtime, I'm going to go back and I'm going to... The office. It's going to be something familiar, something something lighthearted. Hmm. You see, weirdly enough, I think that's the time for me to watch some new shit because it's like those are the hours where it's like I would just be bullshitting if I... like. It's, it, it's different if it's on the weekend and I want to relax and I know I want to relax and I want to like just hey just kick back enjoy myself you know if I'm going out on a new date right like if I'm turn on Tinder hey let's see what's <laughs> happening here you know see who's around hey, the block let's see who's yeah. around the block you know let I just me, wanna, let me minimize my radius to a half a mile exactly uh, see why so let's go fishing so if, if you turn on Tinder though like you, you want to experience something um, new um, but if you like, I feel like if you're on the weekends and you know you want to have a good time, like just go to that old thing that you usually do. You know, like that's go to our old spot. Like, go go to that old bar that we usually go to. Yeah. You know. See, for me, like if it's a Saturday night, right, and I like decided to stay in instead of like going out, you know, to a bar, or club, or whatever. I want. I still want that new Saturday night excitement okay. at home. So I'm going to go yeah. for like the new show. I'm going to go for that new release on Netflix, right? Yeah. But if it's a Tuesday night, yeah, I just want that old thing back. You know what I mean? <laughs> just want that yeah. old thing back. I just want back. that old thing back, baby. Give, yeah. me, give, me, give me a little bit of the office. Yeah. And even if it's an older, even if it's a show that I haven't watched before, but it's like an older show, again, I keep going back to The Sopranos. You, let, let me see what Tony Sobrano's talking about on this episode. Yeah. Let me see what season two was about. <laughs> All right. Well, we may be talking about old shows, but we're definitely or new shows, but we're definitely talking about this old intro. Let's get it. Yo, 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 yo. It's your boy T.O., as you know. Boy, O-Rain, real name, no games, no gimmicks. Yo, it's the motherfucking Fade Podcast. You one-stop shop for everything TV, media, and from late, along with any other goddamn thing we're going to talk about. Coming to you live, direct, Heart Studios, Baltimore City. What the fuck is up? Yo, it's been a... Uh, August has been off to a good start. Mm. It's Leo season. I don't know what the fuck that means, but okay. That means that any person born between I think it's July 25th and like August 20 when's your birthday your birthday is September yeah no fool August, August 20th that's why I'm saying it's Leo season oh, I just thought you were calling out Leo season <laughs> no, 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 I'm, not, I'm not gonna call out another man's season no yeah, I, just, I just thought you were excited about Leo, Leo no, season yeah. it's Leo season okay August yeah okay. one of the best months of the year yeah. what are your top three favorite months of the year <laughs> okay uh, that's easy that's going to be um, April. Um, that's April, July, and October. 
Good months. Yeah. yeah. Good months. Yeah. See, uh, I'm going to go very similar here. I'm going to go April. Yeah. Right? Weather's changing there, right? Yeah. If you live in Maryland, well, April's when, like, you know, hey, we're here. We've yeah. arrived. Beautiful weather's coming. Um, and it, I think it's from the T.S. Eliot um, uh, uh, poem, The uh, the Wasteland, where he says, April is the cruelest month. And I think he says it because it's, like, uh, it's a time of, like, renewal. Mm-hmm. Um, and to me, like, I've always had that stuck in my mind of, like, that's when everything kind of like shifts, you know, you just said, you know, everything you're coming out of the winter slum. Yeah. Everything's new trees are, I mean, you, you do have the April rain, but I'd, I'd, I'd much prefer the April rain and then, then like the rain in March, February, the March, Fuck. <laughs> the March snowstorm. Yeah. <laughs> but so I gotta go with the same April. I think it's a beautiful month yeah. uh, for me. August, not just because like, you know, birthday month or whatever. It's like, August is like, this is when summer, it's a climax of summer. Yeah. And then towards the back end of August is when you're leading into September, starts to cool down a little bit. Yeah. And you know you're entering, you know, the back half of the year. Yeah. Which is still a great time, right? Oh, fall. It's the best. Fall. You can beautiful throw on season. The light coats. Yeah. Beautiful know, season, fall. And you're entering that. But yeah. you left off the high of summer, right? So that's yeah. why. And in October, it's like, depending on where you live in the country, right? For us here in Maryland, like you're still, you might get some of that warm weather, but oh, you just get a little, just a little, it's a little to that windy, breeze. The, yeah, yeah. The, the, the trees are blowing, the yeah. leaves have changed colors. You get to get really fun with the way you dress. You get to layer up. Your fashion in in fall should elevate, right? Because yeah. you're layering. You might have a coat on with the sweater. You should be fresh in the fall. Right, favorite month. Hey, so shout out right to now, the fucking fall. Right now. Right now, yeah, it's Leo season. Drop a bomb. Mm. Hey, shout out to the Leos out there. Yeah, I don't even know why I dropped that. I, I care nothing about Leo season. <laughs> you, you care? It's me. It's Leo, Notre DiCaprio. I don't even know if he's a Leo, but Jesus Leo's Christ. in there. All right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so, uh, and you correct me if I'm wrong. Um, you're still, were you still just planning to do like a little dinner, a little get together, nothing too crazy? So this, uh, this upcoming August 20th, I turned 30. It's a big 30, right? Yeah. Uh, new phase 30, in 30. life, right? 30, 30. Back problems, knee pain. Yeah. Yeah. Mortgages. My taxes are going to go up for yeah. some reason. Not Nothing's really changed. Uh, no, it's a, it's a well-known taxes fact. As soon as you up. turn 30, yeah, yeah, your taxes yeah. go up. Yeah, yeah. Prostate exams. You know, uh, and I don't think you're there quite yet, but the, uh, the fun stuff. There. The you're fun stuff. Uh, that's not that's not fun, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> Depending on what you're into. <laughs> Very true. Touche. Yeah. Touche. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, yeah. So I turned thirty this year. I think yeah. I'm going to do something just small and appreciative. A little light. Take mom out, the family out. Yeah. Nice dinner somewhere. Yeah. You know, Uber We're- XL. <laughs> you got to so like, yeah. You know it's funny it's like to my mom right like Uber's still a new concept, concept. Yeah, yeah but like for a while she was saying it like wrong Uber yeah. Uber like the, the Uber, Uber thing Uber <laughs> Uber but no mom it's Uber Uber yeah. <laughs> No my mom's the same way Um yeah. it's still like the concept of it was like kind of like so somebody just comes and picks you up Wait. takes you where you want to go Wait, how do we trust this person? How do, we, <laughs> yeah, do, we, how do you know who they are? Do you, Ma, look, we we don't know how we trust yeah, this person. So, all right, you're right. <laughs> it's you, crazy. <laughs> how do you pay them? Like, do you give them cash? Like, no, that's a taxi. Have <laughs> you ever actually tipped an Uber with uh, cash? Yes. 
Really? Yeah. Huh, I've never done it. Um, only because he went out of his way. Oh, we wait, we wait, made wait. a made a couple stops. Uh, Picked up okay. some weed on the way. Okay. Um, yeah. Did you know it was weed? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, this so was then, in Portland, yeah, Oregon. Yeah, yeah, so to him, it was just like. Okay. Yeah, no this problem. Is the usual. Okay. Yeah, so we picked me up. Yeah, we went. The dispensary. The weed man came out. Wait, uh, you're in but Portland. The dispensaries were closed. Damn, how would would you get in? Like midnight? What's going on? Here? It was like yeah, it was around midnight. Most of the dispensaries, at least the ones in my area, were closed because they closed down somewhat early. So yeah. he came out, got some weed. Wait, did, if you just the, landed in Portland, who, no, no, no I didn't just land. You? Oh no, I was there. Oh, you oh you were already there. Okay, okay. Yeah. I thought you just came fresh in and then like the, you had the weed man like on deck. Like <laughs> no, 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 no. But I, I you know, we were there, we were going out one night. We had, I had some people in the car with me. Okay. We picked up some weed on the way and yeah. he let us smoke in the in the car. Oh no. This guy, yeah, yeah, he definitely deserves some yeah. Cash. yeah. So uh, sir. Yeah, yeah. Have a good night. Take sir. this. Yeah. <laughs> this is free. <laughs> this is free. <laughs> but yeah, so thirtieth birthday. I think I'm going to do something small, appreciative, show love to mom. Yeah. Hey, thanks. You got me here. I appreciate you. Damn. You know. Yeah. I'm gonna. That's what I'm gonna do. Uh, good. Might go to the strip club yeah, later on that yeah, night. Yeah, I know. You know? I, I knew that was coming. Ass yeah, yeah. and titties. <laughs> Ass and titties. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! All right, folks. Uh, let's jump into the shit. Uh, let's talk about what's coming out this week uh, in theaters. Uh, we've got the kitchen. Uh, which is the uh, Melissa McCarthy, uh, uh, Elizabeth uh, Moss, uh, and uh, Tiffany Haddish. Tiffany Haddish, yes. Uh, lead film. I just watched her um, on special special with Jay Leno. Uh, uh, was it Jay? Not Jay Leno. Uh, David Letterman. Uh, and my next Tiffany guest Haddish is, is Tiffany Haddish. Okay, because uh, she she I know she has an actual comedy special coming out on Netflix. Oh, yes, so she does have that because she inked that deal a while ago. Yeah, um, but she was also featured on Jay Leno, uh, David Letterman's, and my next guest is. Yeah, how, how, how'd you like that? It gave me a greater respect for her as a person and her yeah. comedic timing. <sighs> okay, yeah, you, you you missed me with that second yeah. part, but the first part you definitely well, got me. With. So I understand now where her because like, I f- I feel like comedians like you there's a point in their life in which they develop their sense of comedy right and Tiffany Haddish and I'm not going to spoil it for anybody who wants to go and watch it it is a very good episode but you can see when she explains her childhood and her life when the tragedy happens and I mean fuck this girl experienced so much well, yeah I already uh, she she already had a fantastic interview that she did with the uh, the breakfast club this is back when she was just about to like not even just about to pop but I think just popping yeah you know? um that I said that in like the whitest possible way uh, popping just she's about uh, she, she's lit but I didn't I didn't mean it's to say like in the city I didn't mean to mean like she's popping I meant like she's like before she like that was at the moment where she popped yeah um anyways uh so uh but essentially she explained her sort of whole life sort of that and like for me i just i understand her like sense of humor and her comedy better now so i feel like i'm looking at her comedy through a different lens which well now i gotta watch this because i still i still don't find her terribly funny i think she has a type of comedy right like but it's 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 going to be the same comedy to me no matter what your story is. Like I, the comedy is the same, but I feel like when you understand something, you tend to have a different yeah, you, perspective you, of it, right? You, you you appreciate it different, meaning that like you can you see sort of where she's um, 
you see where she's coming from in terms of her history. But to me, that doesn't change whether I laugh or not at your joke. Yeah. Like I, your joke is your joke to me. I don't, you know, it doesn't well, matter. I'll put me. it like this. Like, let's say you're watching a video online, right? And you see like a woman squirt. You're like, whoa, what the fuck? That's, that's crazy. Sure. And you make her squirt. You're like, yeah, this makes more sense. What? <laughs> yo, I I knew before I even said it. I was like, yo, I'm gonna th- I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna throw him way off. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. wait what you say? What you say? Made sense. What? <laughs> no, but so like Tiffany had again her like her comedy to me. It's it's. This interview for me, and I never hated her, but I never like I was never a fan of her comedy. Yeah. But this that interview gave me different perspective of her comedy, so I think I can appreciate it more now. I still may not love it, but it's like I can appreciate it. Yeah. Um. Okay. Fair enough. I would say uh, watch it. It, it, I, 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 it was it very interesting. I'll, I'll check it out. Um. So. Uh. So yeah, the kitchen uh, comes out. Of course, is basically about. Uh, these women who live in, uh, I believe it's New York, mm-hmm. uh, and their husbands are all involved in some sort of organized crime, probably the mob, uh, and the husbands end up going away to jail, and then it's left up to the wives to sort of keep the uh, the, the the train moving, so to speak. Um, and uh, yeah, yeah, they find themselves in a sort of dilemma where you know the the wives of. Uh, guys who got pinched they're supposed to be taken care of right but uh, these women find themselves being somewhat undermined someone undervalued uh you know they're not being taken care of in the way that they anticipated so they find a way they take care of themselves yeah uh which uh again very reminiscent to uh steve mcqueen's the uh uh steve mcqueen's um uh what's yeah, it called i don't know no uh, you do know Steve McQueen's uh, Widows. Widows. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yes. 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 Yeah. Very reminiscent. Um, and for Tiffany Haddish, this is a, a break from her norm, right? Where she, this isn't a comedic role for her, at least not from what I can tell in the uh, trailers. This is a very, this is a serious role. And like, again, I th- for, but I think that that's where she can this, eat. This might work. For yeah. Her. She can at, at the very minimum, she can uh, interject some comedy where the comedy might not be otherwise, but it's not on her to like carry it right yeah like it, it's different in, like in a, like a her and kevin hart kind of movie where it's just like she's telling jokes she has to be funny all yeah, the time this like, is like nah, you can sprinkle in humor just every now and then yeah, yeah yeah but i think i feel like in this movie she's also gonna be able to pull from, that down for me i'm sorry this right here uh just yeah swing yeah. it i feel like in this movie she's also gonna be able to then, pull, yeah, pull from like real yeah. life experience um not that she's ever been the wife of a former, yeah, yeah. but like yeah. you know, she's lived a wild enough life. The, I don't think she you know, needs the, to add in the mob. Yeah, to that. <laughs> lost the tragedy, the like being unable to like, how am I going to make this work? This like seemingly impossible situation. How am I going to make this work? Yeah, right. So um, uh, this, I don't know if I'm going to see it in theaters, but I'm really interested in this movie. Yeah, uh, I definitely don't. Think I'm gonna go see that, that in theaters, but, uh, <laughs> but son of a yeah, bitch. I'll definitely catch it on uh, catch it on digital. Um, okay, and then we have the other. Uh, there's a lot of movies coming out this week for nationally speaking. Um, maybe that's because like I think it was either last week or the week before where there was only like one movie. I think it was uh, what large movie opened? It's like a, it wasn't Hobbs and Shaw. It was something else. Lion King. Lion King. Yeah, that yeah. opened up like by itself. Yeah, nothing was gonna open up. The same week as Lion King. Was it the Lion King? It might not have been Lion King. Yeah, no, no. It was know. definitely Lion King. It was like the last 
that was the last big movie to open up. Yeah. Um, It'd be uh, stupid to open up the week of Lion King. I guess. I don't know. Stupid. All right. Well, I mean, there was other movies that opened up with uh, Endgame. What? I don't know. Exactly. I, I just made that up. <laughs> exactly. I, I was hoping you just buy into it. <laughs> no, I'm not going to buy into I was, that. I was hoping to be unchallenged. <laughs> yeah. Who the fuck would open up the same weekend as and, and try and challenge yeah, yeah, yeah. that? No, that's, no, that's, that's like, a, it's like, yeah. you know, the, the first episode of a brand new show is on the night of the Super Bowl. Yeah. Well, no, actually, they do do that. But uh, after, yeah, that's true. after the Super Bowl, yeah. ABC's premiering their new sitcom or whatever. Yeah, but not yeah. a while. No, yeah, that's like something trying to air at the same time as like Game of Thrones. Yeah, like the only thing on during that time is like reruns of the Gilmore Girls, <laughs> Buffy the Vampire Slayer. <laughs> hey, don't you put there's Buffy that, you, and no, uh, Gilmore you, you Girls know what's on the same going on during those times? Probably like real news, like stuff that's like really going on in the world. Yeah. Is like on while football's on. Like this just happened in the Middle East. This is why oil prices are going up. Yeah, the this feds, is what's going on in the stock market. The feds just raised rates like three percent. Yeah, like, this wait. senator <laughs> just signed this deal, right? Touchdown. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's, that's where we are. Yeah. Uh, all right. So we've got the uh, the art of racing in the rain. That's also um, coming out this week. Uh, it's just like another Disney movie no. yeah. uh, with uh, what's his name uh, Milo Ventiglima Ventiglima uh, dude from um, isn't he from uh, Justice League n- no 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 uh, This Is Us the main yeah. guy yeah yeah. Um, anyways, you know, hey, uh, good luck to that kid. But yeah, but, uh, no, this not good this luck one. To that kid, he's, he's like fifty years old. <laughs> <laughs> good luck to that young chap. <laughs> what? Uh, uh, so basically, he's like a race car driver, and uh, I don't know. There's like a dog involved, and you know, it's like one of those dog best buddy movies. Well, the okay. dog is his his yeah. cockpit man. His dog yeah. is reading the map. <laughs> no, turn left. No, I'm not saying that shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm only using Google Maps. I will yeah. not let this dog. I think this. I, I think shit. we're gonna see a lot of like racing movies coming out, just because Ford versus Ferrari. It looks like it's gonna be a pretty big movie. I don't think that's gonna make other movies. Well, like you know how um, these things are timed, right? Like I remember when like The Prestige came out. Then it came out with um, what was that other magician movie? Uh, The Prestige and I remember uh, it was with um, uh, was it like Edward Norton or somebody? It was uh, the guy, who was the guy who played Batman again? Christian, Christian Bale. Bale. No, he was in The Prestige. Yeah, but and then uh, there was the other movie that came out where it was also about like magicians and shit. Um, when, whenever like a type of movie comes out, the, the, another production company releases a similar. Uh, I think it's uh, The Illusionist. Yes, yes. Um, these things happen in, in with tandem, Edward right? Norton. Yeah. So you know they're coming out with Ford versus Ferrari. Was it Racing in the Rain? It might re-release Tokyo Drift in theaters. <laughs> <laughs> right. People will go watch that too. I, yeah, some some yeah. avid uh, Tokyo Drift fans, I'm sure. Yo, if yeah. the tickets were five dollars, no, would you go watch Tokyo Drift? No, this Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift like again. I, I'm not sound, trying to sound like pretentious here, but like they they would probably have to pay me in order to go watch Tokyo Drift. I, I don't think I'd. I they're, ninety-nine they're, 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 no cent tickets. No. What? No, I look. I I don't. You're even, with a girl from Japan. I mean, does she? It, it's nostalgic. It depends. For her. It, okay. It's terrible. All right, now we're getting into the territory. It's terrible what I'm doing right now. <laughs> 
I, I put you in a situation where you couldn't back out. Yeah. Well, okay. That, that, that's no. That's that's a that's a maybe. That's Her like family a, had to leave Imperial <laughs> Japan for political reasons. This movie is her only calling to home. <laughs> okay, ninety nine cents. But I'm would definitely you, bringing, would you take her? No, I I take her, but I'd I'd bring my phone and I'd probably watch some other movie. During <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, that's how that's the situation you have to be in to yeah. go see Tokyo. Uh, yeah, yeah, it just would not happen in any other uh, any, any circumstance. You know, ICE is about to raid <laughs> your your neighborhood. And your only option to escape the raid is to see because nobody Tokyo else is going to go out. <laughs> you still take your chance. The ICE at officers home. will not enter the theater. They're like, yeah, oh no. I mean, not. if it was Spider Man, maybe, but Tokyo Drift, I can't. Do. <laughs> no. I can't. Uh, I'm not going to the theater. Eight, okay, I will not, <laughs> sir. All oh, the Mexicans in there. I'm not going to the theater. Eight. <laughs> we'll wait till it let yeah. out. It's fine. I <laughs> uh, hope it's not a matinee. Um, uh, okay. Also, we have coming out uh, Dora and the Lost City of Gold, which is this looks good. Yeah, the, uh, the door does it really look good, or yeah. does it just look like the live action version of Dora the Explorer? No, uh, like real shit. It actually looks good. Yeah, uh, I mean, all I know is uh, Michael Pena's in it, so it can't be that bad, right? Is um, Salma Hayek in this? No, no? Uh, I don't believe so. Even Longoria is. Okay, good, good. That's a good one. They should have. Ca- I feel like Salma should be in this one way or another. Uh, yeah. I mean, if it were up to me, Salma would be in all movies. Everything. But, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, uh, but yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. I, I have no. I I literally never watched Door of the Explorer, so I can't. I can't really claim to. Okay, uh, Door of the Explorer. She's she's pretty cool. I fuck with Dora. Like when did that? When did Door of the Explorer? Was that during our up? Uh, our childhood yeah, or door has been on for a hot minute. Is it still on? It can't be still on. I mean, I know I watch it sometimes, like with my daughter. But like, those are just reruns, so I'm assuming. Uh, yeah, uh, Amazon or whatever. Um, it's not a bad show. The live action seems like it'd be pretty dope. Ugh, I have no strong attachment to that whatsoever. Door was always fresh too. <laughs> she, she just had the book bag in. Bro, it was a supreme book bag. Think, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she had the Yeezys on. I'm beginning to think that little Wayne he was watching one too many Door of the Explorer episodes when he uh, when he started wearing book bags. I wouldn't be surprised. Him and Kanye. Um, all right, uh, we have uh, scary stories uh, to tell in the dark, which is basically just like almost like goosebumps. That's basically what that is. It's just like three stories. They're supposed to be horror stories for kids, though. So, yeah. No nah, yeah, yeah, I'm not interested. Yeah. Also, opening this week is uh, "Ode to Joy," which uh, we did watch the uh, trailer for. We did. It's, we we spoke about the trailer uh, when it uh, when it dropped uh, a couple months ago, uh, or a month or two ago. Um, and uh, this looks good. This looks like a very good film. I, I don't know if you remember. Do you remember? It was like a, a guy who he. Um, I, th- I think the, uh, what's his name? Something Martin. Martin Short. No, it's not Martin Short. Uh, Anyways, uh, the, the premise for the film is that uh, uh, there's a guy who he has no uh, short-term memory, I think it is. Yes. Um, so he can't remember things that have that have like happened like in the immediate past, right? Yeah. A man's narcolepsy is activated when he's happy, so he must find ways to not feel joy. Uh, oh, you know what? The There's another movie who someone who has like short term memory. This is the uh, 
um, the guy who passes out when he gets too happy, right? Exactly, and then he meets a woman, of course, that uh, you know, uh, you know, she she knocks his socks off, and then he, yeah, that would be terrible. That would, I couldn't do that, dude. I'd be like, yo, just end this for me. <laughs> Great way to go to sleep, though, right? <laughs> like, yeah, you'd be yeah. extremely rested. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just if, keep if doing I'm, things. If I, I'm like, fuck, I need to go to sleep. I got to wake up early tomorrow. You know, rub jerk off, right? And you kill two birds with one stone. Right, you get you know self pleasure. It's a race to the finish, and then you, yeah. <laughs> and and then you pass right out. Well, well, the only problem is you wake up to a mess. Right, it's oh fuck, yeah, I gotta clean this okay, shit up. But what, it's what, dried up already. What, what comes first, the uh, the the cart or the horse? Right, because um, no, actually, that was uh, the chicken or the eggs. Probably the better metaphor there. Um, Dang, he, might pa- he might pass out before, before he it's actually. Pretty joyous before, before he actually, you actually reach yeah. it. Yeah. Um, even better, no cleanup. <laughs> <laughs> but, then, but then you don't get the ultimate joy of, of yeah. you know the the release. You know, damn, yeah. You got to hire somebody on Craigslist to finish, <laughs> to finish for you. Give him a key listen, and be like, all right. <laughs> listen, when, when we get there, I'm gonna pass out. You just keep going. All right, let yourself out. The money's on the counter. <laughs> <laughs> Don't steal anything, please. <laughs> uh, and the actor's name is uh, uh, Martin Freeman, um, and it, this has a lot of people in it. Um, it's got uh, uh, Marina uh, Baccarin, uh and she, I believe, was in Deadpool. She was Deadpool's. Uh, she was Ryan Reynolds' counterpart in Deadpool. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Melissa Roche, uh, Roche uh, obviously from uh, Big Main Theory. Um, Okay, and then also opening this week is your movie, uh, Brian Banks. Yes, yeah. yes. Uh, very good film. Phenomenal story. Uh, very interesting, very like sad story, but still a story of like uh, um, coming out on the other side, right? Yeah. Going through turmoil, coming out on the other side. Like, this is a movie I'm going to see for sure. Yeah. Um, I'm torn because I don't know if I should say what I'm about to say, but I'm probably going to say it anyways. Uh I have not heard very good things about it. I, 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 I feel dirty as soon as I said it because it's like, yo, you should just go see the shit and make your own judgment. But yeah, also, I, haven't I don't it. think this movie, uh, the production value might not be worth, like, <laughs> it, yeah, I, I don't think this the production. That's not, that's not what you're watching it for. I don't think the production for this movie was. But I'm gonna watch it because I know the story. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm familiar with it, and and I just want to see. I, I kind of want to like learn things that I didn't know. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so this film has in it um, uh, 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 Aldous Hodge uh, as uh, uh, you know the the titular character. Isn't that what they use? Titular? That that's a word, right? Is that important? Titular? <laughs> no, that, that's, <laughs> that's just tit. I think that's that's what you're thinking of. Uh, and then Greg Keener um, and uh, Sherry Shepard as well. Uh, okay, uh, let's move on to what's coming out on streaming. Uh, we've got Pico de or Pico de Nebulina, um, season one premiering. Uh, I didn't really get to understand exactly what it was about, but it's a Brazilian series. Um, but I'm finding that HBO is doing a lot more of these, so um, very interesting. Uh, and then we have, of course, premiering this uh, this month is or this week rather is uh, Hard Knocks. Uh, which they're going to be featuring uh, the Oakland Raiders the this Oakland year. Oakland Raiders, yeah. Coach Gruden. Yeah. Uh, everybody will be. I think this might actually be a in. good because John Gruden just makes for good TV. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's hard to. So he's uh, not going to disappoint. The Oakland Raiders will. <laughs> Derek Carr will. But John Gruden won't. Yeah. Um, I don't know, dude. I, I, I have no uh, opinions. I'm actually really excited for this season. Um, n- not just because, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a Packers fan and I'm hopeful for the season. Because it'll just be good to have football back. Oh, and, and and I know I said in the past, like, hey, I might uh, football might be waning on me, but I think that's during the desperation of the June and July months, where football's just at its driest. Yeah, it's been. I think this foot this off season has been very interesting too. A lot's happened. Yeah, um, lot a lot of people have are playing for different teams now. Odell is no longer a New York Giant. He's a Cleveland Brown, and the Cleveland Browns look better than they've ever been. John Gruden looked like an idiot last season, <laughs> letting Khalil Mack go. Yeah. But now he looks like a genius with all the draft picks that they've got. The Does team, he look like a genius? Over the next three years, no Beca- team is going to have Mack more. And is still hot, though. He's still hot. But, I mean, look how much draft picks he got from trading Khalil Mack and then letting... Um, uh, Who's their wide receiver who went to the Cowboys go? Uh, what's his name? Um, Amari Cooper. Amari Cooper. Yo, they're gonna look good, and I think uh, I think that's why Hard Knocks is gonna be so interesting because they have so much potential and, and a decent team. They just gotta re- get rid of Derek Carr. Anyway, you, Hard you Knocks. Think so? Do you think they gotta get uh, gotta get rid of Derek Carr? I think Derek Carr is a. Um, He's like a better Blake Bortles, who's now no. the Rams' backup quarterback. No, not so even much potential. Yeah, I, I cannot abide by that. No. I cannot. Uh, maybe, maybe Blake Bortles was Blake the best. Bortles. Blake Bortles. The Bort report. Shout out the JP. The Bort report. Blake Bortles is good. Just underwhelming. Moving on. We're moving on. Uh, He's good. We're moving on. They almost went to the Super Bowl. Their defense almost went to the Super Bowl. Derek uh, or uh, Blake Bortles just Blake Bortles balled out. You know, you know how in bad the you know you know how bad he is. They would have probably forced him to buy his own ticket. <laughs> <laughs> like, but I'm playing. We can't I mean, let you in the stadium. The budget. <laughs> but, uh, you know who he's playing for now, right? No, L.A. Rams. Uh, that sounds like the mediocrity that they should. Which means should stick to, you know yeah. who he's his coach is now, right? Sean McVay. Okay. The man who can turn fucking, he can turn air into a diamond. <laughs> Sean McVay. Uh, well, if, if, if he actually. So Jared turns, Goff's backup? If Jared Goff gets hurt is and Blake Bortles, Bortles gets in the game. Oh, I'm ready uh, to go. We're uh, hot. What he would do is do more than turn air into diamonds. This is what happens. If Blake Bortles goes, if, uh, if Jared Goff goes down, that's like, you know, Iron Man gets hurt, right? But then who steps in? War Machine. I'll take that as a good backup. Okay. If you, if <laughs> you had nothing for that. Yeah, no, I have nothing. Because if you view Blake Bortles as War Machine in that scenario. It's a good backup. <laughs> yeah. It's a good backup. Yeah, get the fuck War out. Machine did his thing. <laughs> Holy shit. Did, did your... Uh... Who, I'm uh, not gonna say Jared. I'm not gonna say Blake Bortles is like Thor. In, 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 uh, in Infinity War, War, you know how uh, you know when uh, Captain America they come back to the to the states and uh, they get there and they're talking to Rhodes and he's talking to the who's the guy, the defense guy. Um, yeah, whatever uh, the fuck his name yeah, is. Yeah. You know what he said to Rhodes? He said, "Your penchant for bullshit rivals mine." 
that's what you are. You, <laughs> your penchant for bullshit. All right. No, listen, bro. <laughs> Rifles mine. Blake Bortles is war machine. Because okay? that was utter nonsense. Okay. Uh, I'm going to remember those words. I'm going to yeah. write that down somewhere. Please. And then I'm going <laughs> to. If Jared Goff gets hurt, I'm going to remember. You said Blake Bortles. Was I can't wait to see us like when we're, in the, when we're late in the playoffs and we know we're yeah. going to make the Super Bowl and Blake Bortles comes in and just lights it up. Mm-hmm. 140 quarterback QBR. Yeah. Seven touchdowns yeah. in one game. Yeah, I know you don't believe what you're saying right now. No, That's fine. It's, it's likely. It's, fine. <laughs> it's likely. We got Sean McVay. Okay. All right. Coming out on... Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Also coming out on HBO is My Favorite Shapes with uh, Julio uh, by Julio Torres, uh, which is a comedy special. Uh, I checked the trailer out. Look kind of weird. Shapes. My favorite shapes. Yeah. Uh, My favorite shapes. Yeah. By by again Julio uh, Torres. That uh, leads to a good question. Yeah. What is your favorite shape? Circle. I gotta go with the triangle. Mm, it isn't. The triangle is the strongest shape mm-hmm. in the universe. Okay. It is unflawed. In its structural integrity. And that's you know, why it's you your know favorite? That? I like the shapes that are flawed. Those are my favorites. Like the rhombus? Yeah. I don't like the rhombus. <laughs> you know what You know what shape I've never liked? Yeah, are you both high right now? <laughs> What's <laughs> happening with this conversation? Listen, listen, listen. You know what shape I've never liked, though? <laughs> yeah. Rectangle. Never liked the rectangle. It's very plain. Yeah. Give me, very just, just give me the square. Just give me the square. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't want the fucking rectangle. Just give me the square. Actually, no. I, I would actually take that back. I would reverse them. I would say the square is like the boringest of all the shapes. The, the rectangle can, at least has some sort of interesting aspects to it. You can't the, trust the rectangle. The square is just boring. No, the, the square, it's, it's, you know what you're getting. It's, uh, you know, it's, sound, it's a sound shape. You know what you're getting. Rectangle, you can't trust a rectangle. <laughs> uh, I would say a circle, uh, you, uh, it, it's simplistic, but it's smooth. Simple but smooth. I don't know, man. You never know which way a circle is going to bounce or roll. It's all over the place. But it's used for all the best things. Uh, footballs. Wait. Yeah. Football. What? Uh, well, <laughs> a, f- a football is not a circle. But it is a, uh, a uh, what is it called? What, what is a shape of a football? A, fuck. I want to say something with an O. Am I wrong? What, you want to say an octagon? No. no, no, it's not an octagon. <laughs> Uh, fuck! I don't know many O shapes. No, what's the thing? That's oval? not a not oval? oval. Yes, it is an oval. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I, I'll give it oval. Yeah. Also, another odd shape. But, but I look at oval as just like an. It's just another circle. It's just a, it's just a flattened circle. See, ovals and rectangles to me are like, you know, no. Just just give me the square. Give me the circle. <laughs> What the fuck are we talking about? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, well, we've been talking about it for far too long. Okay, moving on to uh, what's coming out on uh, Amazon this month. Uh, we have Free Meek Season 1, which is essentially uh, a sort of docuseries that uh, chronicles the uh, uh, the uh, incarceration of a one uh, Meek Mills uh, and takes us through that whole journey of him uh, going uh, to jail and then getting released. Yeah, I'm really excited to watch this just because, like, we we know the story, but we don't know the entire story, right? Um, and I think a big part of this docu series is going to be um, highlighting the flaws in the uh, justice system, right? Which which you know target 
minorities, people of color, um, you know, the, the, the flaws in it, the, the change that has taken place and the change that needs to take place. Cause his story, it's a very interesting one. Could you imagine being given like a 12 year probation? Right. And, yeah. And knowing that in 12 years, if you do so much as pop a wheelie on a dirt bike, right. Which is not really a crime. But they're gonna try and hit you with like five years behind bars. It's like a setup for failure. It's like no, hundred yeah. percent. It's like I'm gonna twelve years. It, it, you what, can't. What is ru- you can't run a red light. What I'm curious about is, and uh, you know, I, I I don't know that much about Meek Mill's story, but um, I'd be curious what he actually did because he either, did. He popped a wheelie. He was uh, riding under a bike through Philly, and um, they gave him probation probation he, for twelve he, uh, for twelve years. So I think it was like he shouldn't have been on a dirt bike, and then like he popped a wheelie, which like. In, in a lot of cities, like if you're riding a, um, a motor vehicle like that, you yeah. have to be on both wheels. Mm-hmm. And when if you pop a wheelie and then you go up on one wheel, then it becomes illegal. Yeah. Um, if that's the case, if that's the true reason for why they gave him 12 years, then um, it's unfathomable that you would have 12 years of fucking probation. Like 12, like a, a year Maybe I can even see a year. Okay, thirty days. Uh, I popped a wheelie popped on a, a dirt bike. Fucking wheelie. Fuck you. Yeah. Like I'm sure you did. You just jaywalk. You just did something more illegal than I did. <laughs> like, like that's fucking crazy. That's insane. But yeah, and um, I think the judge who was like um, prosecuting him was like running for office at the time, right? So it's like I'm gonna prosecute this big name. Celebrity. Was he a big name at the time though? Me. Yeah. No, when, I mean, when, did, when did this happen? No, 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 not when he. Oh, okay. You're you're talking. We're talking about two different things. So when he most recently went to jail. Gotcha. Right. I, I, I was talking about like when he actually got you know the probation. You know, uh, I think that was a long time ago before he became who he is uh, now. Okay. Uh, but now it's like, oh, like you're a Meek Mill now and you're, you're on probation. Yeah. I'm gonna uh, prosecute you because I'm running for office pretty soon and I want to tie That's so sad my you can name fuck with somebody's life just yeah. because it's like I'm gonna I need fuck a, I need you because if I can tie my name to you, I'm gonna be seen as like a hard nosed prosecutor yeah. Yeah. and I'm gonna be able to get it's selected gross, on man. that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, then also on uh, Amazon Prime we have uh, Pete the Cat season one part two. They're starting to do it, dude. What they're starting to do what what I've been suggesting this entire time, which is release in parts, release in bits. I've seen this is uh, I think there's actually another yeah there's definitely another series on here that they're doing like is, part one drop, part two exactly and there's and their series. I'm telling you, it's the wave. I don't know, man. Unless unless Amazon drops like the Kim K Ray J sex <laughs> part one and they have secret footage of part two <laughs> just, I, I don't just think just anybody give, wants to see that just give me the whole tape yeah we're, we're all good um, that was a good yeah. one I no that was a good one no I, I want to be honest that consisted it was of better than the Clinton Monica Lewinsky tape that there is no such tape mm-hmm. that exists listen <laughs> go, go, go to this website. It's a, there. A, a former president. You careful. Tread lightly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, let's talk about what's coming on Netflix this month. Uh, it is the return of uh, Patriot Act, which is uh, uh, Hassan Minaj's um, uh, political series, or not even political series. Just I don't know. Show. Yeah, uh, I don't think you can just say it's political. It's he talks about a lot of different things on the show. Yeah, I would say it's, it's a series. It's um, comedic 
I don't even know what to call it. Let's fucking just call yeah, it. A it's, it's, like, it's like a, but it, 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 it's like it's the like daily a, show a John, on Netflix. It's like a John Oliver. It's more like John Oliver than it is yep. the daily show. And he, right? I think he alluded to that on it on the first episode. Mm-hmm. He was kind of like poking fun about him doing this show. He was like, you know, who needs another like political series? You know, he alluded to the fact that he's like doing something very similar to John Oliver, but yeah, he's the Indian guy. Well, not just that. He he just does it a lot different, I think, than than Oliver does. Oliver just sits behind a desk and you know makes his jokes. Hassan Minaj is up there doing like he's a working fucking, like monologue. Yeah, know? he's working the crowd. He's he's uh, you know he's very much performing. Yeah. Right. Um. So he also has a Netflix stand up special that's either out or coming out. No, no. It's a, it, if we're thinking about the same one, it's it's been out for a, a long, long time or not a long time, but uh, long enough. Really? I thought it was like a new special that was coming out. Maybe I don't know. Maybe yeah. I'm wrong. Maybe. Uh, no, I think. I, I'm almost certain that he has a new stand-up special coming out. Um, I think his style of comedy is, again, you know, he makes it's a great. Yeah. He, he makes a great host. Um, he makes a great like um, storyteller. Storyteller in a, in a crowd of people. I don't know if stand-up because stand-up has no, to have like if the it, setup, the delivery, the knockdown of the I don't joke. Think, I don't, I don't think, think it's for him. But I don't think he's that type of stand-up, though. I, 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 I'm sure he's done it in the past. But with his last stand-up, and I, and I regret that I forget what it's called, but uh, it's, just, it's it's actually really, it's a lot like Patriot Act, where he, he he's kind of like taking you through a journey. Okay. It's not like, and he get, has this like really elaborate set where he goes through different parts of the set. And like, yeah, it's like it's it's very different. It's not like your average like stand up. It's yeah. it's like this journey that he's taking you through. I didn't like it. Um, pa- <laughs> Patriot Act, good. Yeah. The trailer for what I saw of, of his stand up. Yeah, no, not good. Not good. Okay. Well, I I, I like I personally I like Hassan Minaj uh, in whatever form. But see again, like that's my Tuesday night watch. You know, I might watch, but I'm not gonna watch it on a Saturday night. My big night. <laughs> No, my, my Saturday, your big my night. My big, it's my big because I don't have to. I didn't work that day. Yeah, but I, I don't have you, to work. Don't you usually the next go day. out on Saturday? So why are you even? No, no I'm saying my if my I'm staying home tonight. Saturday okay, night. so you, I'm gonna I want to watch like a big new release or a big new movie. I want to watch something great, right? Hmm. I'm not gonna watch that. Not on my big night. No. That's for me. I don't like how you're saying big night. <laughs> um, all right, let, let's move on. That's to, my uh, Tuesday night. Uh, to something else coming on on Netflix, uh, we have Enter the Anime, which is basically Ooh. like a, a deep dive into uh, the current anime sort of landscape and 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 who's doing what and what's going on. So Ooh, I actually, I think this. I might check that out because I'm I have zero working knowledge. Anime, anime. has changed significantly hmm. from you know it. You know, I remember when Gundam Wing and Dragon Ball Z, yeah. Cowboy Bebop, right? Those were like, but now animes, it's venturing more into the um, like the three D effects, After Effects. There's a animation has changed yeah. so much. Storylines are more di- graphics are more dynamic, but I, I kind of like old anime. Hmm. Where well, of course, yeah, because you're nostalgic for it. That and then I feel like. It, it was a bit more challenging. Like you had to have like good content, good character lines, good stories, because you couldn't rely too heavily on like the after effects, the digital effects or motion graphics. It just had to be great story, Mm. really good artistry. Now it's like, you know, we can just like put this shit out, right? Mm. We just create a character, give him a bullshit story, some ridiculous powers, put it out. (laughs) So I really want to watch this show. What is this called again? Uh, this uh is called uh, Enter the Anime. 
Hey, done. It's on my watch list. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, we also have No Good Nick Part Two, which is uh, another uh, another series on a streaming platform that's being released in batches. But this is kind of just like a teeny bopper kind of situation. Um, uh, then we have Dollar, which I I'm not gonna lie, I did watch the trailer for. I forced you to watch it. It, it, it looked trash. Yeah, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sugarcoat it for you guys. Yeah. All right. The story, very very interesting story. Right, it's uh, kind of like Will- interesting concept. Interesting concept, kind of yes. like Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory, right? The Golden Ticket. Yeah, it's in like a random candy bar. If you find the Golden Ticket, you get to come to Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory and get molested. Um, <laughs> <laughs> in this case, it's 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 a dollar they put in circulation that whoever finds that dollar or identifies that dollar can win a million dollars. Yeah. So the people who are a part of this marketing scheme. Are also on the search for it. Um, the acting is just shit. Uh, everything about this is shit. But the story, actually, really cool. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, and then we have the Naked Director, which is about a Japanese. I believe it's about a Japanese filmmaker. Uh, I didn't actually dive into that. It's uh, not about uh, <laughs> an actual Naked Director. No. Uh, what's his name? George. Uh, the 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 motherfucker who we always make fun of. The the Jennifer Lawrence guy. Oh, Harvey Weinstein. Harvey Weinstein. Yeah, <laughs> shit. Well, if, if I'd got that sooner, it would have been a lot funnier. It would have been. Yeah, it would have yeah. been tremendously. Oh, but also, he's not a director. He's just a, he's it, just a producer, for yeah. the sake of the story. <laughs> he's, he's the for the story. sake of the joke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, if I got yeah. it quicker, it would have been funnier. Let's move on. Yeah. Um. Uh. Then we have Wu Assassins. I actually don't know what that's about. We have Cable Girl season four. The Family, uh, Glow season three. I have not watched season two, but I I, I, I remember l- really liking season one of Glow. Isn't this about like the the, the, the roller skaters, roller no, derby, wrestling. Uh, wrestling? Yeah, similar. Uh, I guess <laughs> sure, <laughs> maybe. Um, so, anyways, I didn't watch season two, so I think I'm gonna make it my priority to watch season two. And this is what I also hate, man. If you miss out on a season of a show, then you gotta like. You gotta catch up on that missed season until you watch the new season. It's rough, oh, dude. Yeah, it's a lot of work, man. Um, anyways, uh, then we have uh, so the- American. Yeah. Oh, if you miss a show that you can stream from home on your couch. Yeah. Life is rough, man. In your luxury man, condo. Well, well, can we fucking get over this, dude? We're fucking doing a podcast. Uh, so you know, American a <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Who the fuck wants to listen to you? They have their own problems. Yeah, well, well, they they can listen to this. Di- Read to my them. blog, <laughs> Americans. You're fucking American. What do you mean? Oh uh, no, no. Oh, I've actually, g- technically, you're not right. No. Well, I'm Jamaican. Uh, well, you're I just American. got I, I got my citizenship. Yeah, you're American. But it was late That's my fine. late in my teens. You know how long it took uh, to? I'm sure. Yeah. No, I I'm very familiar with the process. Yeah, it took us like fucking. 15 years yeah and then you know they're saying oh well you know you know uh, I can't believe all these people are coming across you know like they're just doing so illegally I mean it only takes about 15 or so fucking years to become an actual American yeah. citizen and they filed the necessary paperwork they didn't just get their citizenship in yeah. a day it took them a long time shut the fuck up yeah Rebecca um, okay Rebecca uh, then we have the investigators don't know what that's about uh, we have this week Rocco's Modern Life Static Cling. Fuck is that? Did you never watch Rocco's Modern Life? The cartoon? The 
Nickelodeon cartoon? No. We were ki- Get the fuck out of here. Are you serious? No, I was trapping. I was on a block. You were you were trapping by the age of ten. Yeah, I was getting packs Shut off. Shut the fuck up, dude. I didn't have time. To, we uh, didn't have cable. I told Mama, <laughs> I'm thugging outside, Mama. I don't need cable. That's a little boosy quote. Yeah, and she would have told you, shut your ass up and get your ass in the house. <laughs> um, okay, uh, then we have uh, Sin uh, Tonya. Um, and then also we have Spirit Riding Free Ponytails. I'm guessing that's animated, but I could be wrong. Uh, okay, all of that out of the way. Let's talk about some trailers that dropped this week. We have 1917. Um, let's talk about that real quick. So, I don't do war movies. Last war movie I think I saw was... Uh, Endgame. <laughs> the last true war movie was like Saving Private Ryan, right? Was it really the last war movie you seen? What was that movie with Brad Pitt where they were in the tank? Inglorious Bastards? No, no, no. It was the, uh, remember they had the tank? Uh, Fury. Fury, okay. Fury. Um, dude, I have no idea how I remembered that. No fucking idea. Nothing in my. If you knew what was going on in my head right now, Yikes, it I, wasn't that. I don't. But it just popped. Up. Ah, fucking great memory. Yeah. Ah, I'm so I'm good. I'm good at this. Okay. Anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> so Fury was the last one I saw. Yeah. But like war movies are just not my. It's not my genre, right? It's not my I, thing. I'm not convinced this it's anybody's movie, genre except for like really old people. Oh, old, old white people. Yeah. yeah. Um, this movie though looks good i don't know what it is I, so it's not the action it's not the war it's, it's the feeling uh, look, it's, it's the story if it's one brother trying to save another brother yeah and to, uh, real quick and, uh, by, and when i say brother i'm not talking about black guys like literally <laughs> it's a brother who's fighting this war who's trying to save his brother's life who's about to walk into a trap pretty much uh well let me explain uh so we have two british uh, soldiers experience one harrowing day while fighting in world uh world war one in 1917 um the reason why i feel like you got a good feeling from the trailer was because we've actually seen this trailer before have we not this specific trailer but something very similar where they clearly mirrored this trailer after hmm. they mirrored this trailer after Dunkirk see I haven't seen Dunkirk no, you've most likely seen the trailer I've seen the trailer exactly yeah so uh, the trailer for Dunkirk is basically this is like a spitting image of that and that's why I was even watching this like Holy dirty shit, motherfuckers no the, the, the they same they copied and pasted the trailer they do that for literally everything in, in, in Hollywood Jesus that's, yeah what do you what do you think uh, well I was gonna use the example but I don't know if that works no, use no. it anyway. No. no, it's okay to be wrong. No, come on, you I'll can't. You can't give the audience, the, our listeners, a, a little bit of it, then put it back. I damn sure can. I no. damn sure can. Uh, you're I'll, not. You're not gonna give it. You're not gonna give, not it, to gonna give it to us. Mostly you because coward. I, it was terrible. Now you gotta tell us. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be that guy. Do you I know that you, you know that person who's like, oh man, I got something to tell you. You know what? You, uh, have, a, you have a very strong stance on that. You, you you're very. Uh, if if you uh, started, finish it. Yeah. yeah. Don't be like, oh man, something crazy happened, and I'm like, oh, what happened? You're like, nah, I can't tell you. No, those people should be burned alive <laughs> or have to pay higher taxes. Either one's fine with me. <laughs> because those are equal things. Yeah. Either paying more in taxes or being burned alive. Shit, depending on how much you paid last year, <laughs> just just burn me. <laughs> It'll be a lot cheaper. <laughs> just fucking burn me. 
<laughs> All right, let's move on. Uh, we have a uh, Queen and Slim, uh, which uh, yeah, it was a very interesting trailer. Uh, very uh, it, when I first started watching the the trailer, it I don't know, it, it gave it gave me it reminded me of like any other like you know Spike Lee movie. Uh, there was another movie that came out recently. I think it's called a uh, Blind Spotting. Is that what that was? No, or Blind something spotting trains? I don't know. It wasn't train spotting. Um, but anyways, it reminded me of that because it, it, it the hate you give like all those all those movies. They remind yeah. me of of like you know speaking to the black experience in America when it comes to law enforcement. Um, but then I don't know. It just turned into this weird sort of Bonnie and Clyde sort of situation and it just I don't know it worked on me for some reason yeah it yeah. looks the cinematography beautiful look phenomenal yeah uh, and and uh, the screenwriter for the film is uh, Lena Waithe uh, who uh, you know for those who don't know is uh, of course a writer for The Shy which is a highly um, highly rated uh, show on I believe Showtime uh, as well as uh, she is on Showtime or Stars. I I'm not, I think it's Showtime, but I could be wrong with that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Showtime, but you, you might be right. Um, uh, as well as she was a writer on uh, Masters of None with uh, Aziz Ansari, um, and uh, very up and coming. Uh, not even up and coming, man. She's she's already there, but she she's already made a name for herself. And um, so, anyways, so yeah, I I think. This film sort of just uh, and to give you sort of a synopsis of it, it's a while on a forgettable uh, first date together in Ohio, a black man uh, and a black woman uh, are pulled over uh, for a minor tra- uh, traffic infraction. And then the situation escalates with a sudden tragic results when the man kills the uh, the officer, yada, yada. And then they go on the run and. Um, and uh, in this uh, this film, uh, one of the leads is Daniel, uh, uh, and I'm going to terribly mispronounce his last name, uh, Kalu- uh, Kaluuya, I believe is. is who was in is Widows, who was also in um, Get uh, Out. Get Out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So this movie, yeah, this movie, I'm pretty sure I'm going to see it in theaters. I want to see this mm-hmm. in theaters. Why? Because the cinematography looks so good in the trailer. Mm-hmm. Um story I'm not not necessarily going to say it's a unique story but I think it resonates with like the current um, climate political climate right and this is going to be well so I'm going to tell you who the number one person who's going to want to see this movie is any white girl who's dating a black guy oh yeah I want to know your experience I want to put myself in her (laughs) shoes what if this happened to us Jamal (laughs) (laughs) why is it always a Jamal (laughs) Jamal (laughs) Jamal, what, uh, this could, this could happen to us. Like, yeah. no, it couldn't. Uh, <laughs> the, the cop would see you. Yeah, everything's yeah, okay. We'd be fine. Everything's good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you'd be driving. Here's your license. Yeah, we, we good. We and here's twenty dollars too, yeah. just so you guys get home safe for your time. <laughs> <laughs> but any white girls dating a black guy's like, we've got to see this movie. Oh, I just, you know, I, I, I was talking about it with some coworkers, and I just, uh, it was just a very <laughs> harrowing story. But it was lit. <laughs> Very litty. I love Twenty One Savage. <laughs> like, wait, what? How does how does any of that in my make... bank account? Like, very it's relatable. Got one, two, three. <laughs> <laughs> everything, everything that he's saying is what, very what M's it's very mean, relatable. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> 
I I also have one, two, three M's in my bank account. <laughs> in my trust fund, though. <laughs> Not in my bank account. My grandfather. <laughs> Wait till I turn 25. I will have all full access. <laughs> uh, sorry, white women. We are being extremely unfair, but also maybe not. Um, Pretty all accurate. Right. Um, I want to talk about one other trailer. Trailer that I didn't actually watch, but I wanted to talk about nonetheless, is Tenet, which is the next um, Christopher Nolan film um, that apparently uh, was, sh- you know, is shown before the Hobbs and Shaw film. Uh, that just dropped uh, last week. Um, I'm very pissed off. I'm very pissed off because why would you put that in front of Hobbs and Shaw? Like, who the fuck wants to watch Hobbs and Shaw? Now, granted, I <laughs> now, I know you did. I, I literally watched that movie last night. Yeah. But um, no, no, but no, no. You, but you're absolutely right. It makes no sense to put the trailer for this movie in front of Hobbs and Shaw because the people who are going to see Hobbs and Shaw just want to see very different mindless violence and action (laughs) right uh, I don't want to think about I don't want (laughs) to think about anything I want to have zero I don't want to (laughs) remember even fucking being there I want to remember nothing about that night much less a, a, a trailer for a actually uh, pretty good film yeah or what is shaping up to be a good film um, the next uh, Christopher Nolan film Tenet um, uh, starring David uh, uh, David Washington uh, as well as Robert Pattinson uh, and then there's somebody else I think a, a woman who I'm forgetting her name uh, I'm very interested to see sort of what this film about and apparently it's going to have to do with uh, there's going to be a, a concept a strong concept of time um, so you know uh, uh, Christopher Nolan's always sort of had a fascination with time right like you know Inception, Inception Interstellar, Interstellar right yeah, yeah. Um, and even with Dunkirk where you know the actual you know everything was playing out in real time but he even messed with the time with that in terms of one of the you know you know one of the scenes or one of the plots for the film took place within like an hour the other took place within a day the other took place within a week and he smashed them all together you know uh, so he, he always loves play, uh, playing with time. And then, of course, his, you know, the most classic film of his that has to do with time, uh, Memento, uh, where. Uh, yeah, the, I've never seen that one. Uh, it, 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 when they say some there's some people who use mind bending movies for movies that aren't actually mind bending. They're very simple movies, but they're like, this is a mind bending film. It's like, it's not that fucking hard to figure yeah. out. It's not mind bending at all. And uh, Memento is a mind bending film where you're seeing the movie in reverse but also wow that was pretty aggressive <laughs> <laughs> yeah this, uh, this goddamn Pacifico uh, sponsored um, this podcast is sponsored by Pacifico again it's not I uh, don't want to get sued um, but uh, it's taking place in reverse but also forward as well it sounds very weird I, I, I really I want you to is go it where away. like it converges somewhere in the middle right? yes it does mm. it converges uh, uh, actually like towards, he, towards the end it's like one of my favorite movies of all time House on the Lake with uh, Keanu Reeves House on the Lake that's a Keanu Reeves movie or it might be Lake the House Lake House Lake House oh okay no it's 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 no, I, I see what you're saying. No, it, where it's, it's like there are there's different different time paradigms that are happening at the same time, but no, no, there, no. there's somewhere this is in the middle. This is the same story that's happening in reverse. There's there's parts that he shows you that are happening 
linearly, like or, or happening where time's going forward. Mm-hmm. But then the whole movie is like you see each scene, but you you start essentially with the last scene, mm. um, and then Dude, you work your way backwards. Good. It's a that it's a mind bending film. This is um, Memento, right? Memento, his his first movie, like technically not his first movie. His first movie was, um, fuck, what was it called? It wasn't his first movie, but it was his first like major, um, you know, uh, it was like I think it cost like four four million to make, um, or so, something around there. Um, but it was his first like sort of like Hollywood film. The other film was just kind of like a movie that he strapped together himself that that he was able to make. And I fucking now I forget, uh, I'm, I'm pissed that I forget what, what that was called. But anyways, so I don't know why this forced me to think about this, but Memento yeah. reminds me of Mentos. <laughs> is that still a thing? Mentos. Yeah, Mentos mints. are definitely still a thing. Me- what they need to do is bring back the Mentos uh, commercials. Those Yo, so that's exactly classic. where I was going. Yeah. Do you remember the one where the guy sat down on the park bench mm. and then he, it was it was recently painted, so he had the white stripes on his pants and he was yeah. like, "Fuck, you know, I got this job interview. I'm gonna." But then go. he like rolls around or something. Like yeah. That. Yeah. And then he's like, he pops the Mentos and he rolls on yeah. the bench. Now he has a pinstripe suit. Yeah. Classic. Yeah. yeah. Very, very smart Mentos like had that, yeah. some of the best commercials. Mentos, the, Cheetos. I, I don't think the 80s and 90s could have been the 80s and 90s without Mentos commercials. They're yeah. the, the freshmen. Iconic. Yeah. Very Whoever iconic. was like the creative director. Genius. For the fucking brilliant. Yeah, you you got to be in, in fucking... Uh, you got to be in Barbados right now. Chilling. He should give him yeah. a Nobel Peace Prize. <laughs> give him a, give him a fucking Purple Heart. <laughs> both him and Trump. Yeah. Him and Trump are both going to get a Purple Heart. No military yeah. experience. Yeah. <laughs> More Purple Heart. <laughs> I'm gonna have to look. The, I'm gonna watch some old YouTube uh, or some yeah. Mentos commercials. Dude, I, I, every now and then, I just I'll, I'll watch them. Yeah. So I was actually watching this montage on Netflix about like some of the best like classic commercials. Yeah. Um, you remember like it was a Trident commercial. It was like you lint liquor. Do you remember that one? I do like, not remember. You're a cootie queen. Like you lint liquor. You don't remember that one? I remember the saying. I don't remember the commercial. Classic commercial. Do you remember yeah. Hump Day? Yeah. Of remember, remember the camel? Yeah. Hey, hey, what do you, hey, 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 guess what day, it is? Day. Guess what it is? Guess what it is? <laughs> Hope day, yo, um, classic, commercial. very classic. Yeah, and the Skittles commercial, yeah, but that got annoying after a while because everybody would just like, come in on Wednesday yeah, and be like, oh, it's Hope God. Day. Uh, last one though, remember the Skittles commercial with the rabbit, <laughs> the rabbit. <laughs> and the rabbit would go like, yo, 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 and then what? and then someone traded their bag of Skittles for the singing rabbit, <laughs> and they took the rabbit home, and then and they got the, like sick of it in the middle of the night. It was like. Three, three o'clock in the morning, <laughs> the rabbit would just be singing endlessly. <laughs> I should have never traded my Skittles for this rabbit. <laughs> you know, I'm going to send that to you. It takes yeah. very weird minds to come up with these concepts for these uh, I, I think the people who come up with commercials might be some of the most brilliant minds. I wouldn't say brilliant. And odd. Mar- odd and brilliant. Yeah. But to capture, like, right, we got 15 Bud. seconds. Why? Zer. Yo, Classic. Yeah. Waza. Waza. Yeah. Classic, right? Yeah. Um, brilliant people. 
Yeah. Um, my personal or, or like and uh, shout out to those who come to trivia. Sorry, it was canceled today. It, you know, we fucking had uh, the end of the world outside. Uh, it was it was very crazy with the thunder and lightning. So trivia today was canceled. But one of the questions that I might possibly definitely going to ask for next week is uh, what was the first commercial uh, for uh, uh, toys? The first yeah. toy commercial? The first toy commercial. Kids toys or sex toys? <laughs> well, I feel like they had to like progressively work their way up. So definitely. Kids toys. Yeah, toys. <laughs> uh, kids it had toys. to have been like the toy train or think something of a, like th- that. Think of a very classic kids toy and think of the 90s when you think of this. Or maybe possibly the 80s, but definitely in the 90s. Pogo stick? No, why... <laughs> Really? Yeah, <laughs> All right. I, I, I guess. <laughs> um, was it a character or like? Yes, a character. But uh, not a action char- figure. Not in. Not in so many ways. Just guess any any any. Barbie. No, uh, but I like where your head's at. But. Uh, Mr. Potato Head. Mm. So this is, Toy Story, had come out. Or was no. this so Toy Story? No, this is way clearly. Way Mr. Before. Potato Head is Mr. Potato Head. He was yeah. before Toy Story because oh, yeah, Mr. Potato, Potato Head was way before Toy Story. Like Toy Story just kind of like they they made him a little bit popping, but like yeah, he, but he was already was already in the streets, yeah. in the streets, modded. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Damn, Mr. Yeah. Potato Head. Yeah. A, co- a colored toy was the first because <laughs> he's a, he's brown. Yeah, that's very. You're right. Very blue collar brown. Character. I'm surprised white people didn't uh, in the streets. Just yeah. I can't believe this. What's this country coming to? Go back to your country, <laughs> Mister Potato Head. <laughs> like <Go> Iowa, <laughs> Ireland. Like wait, what? <laughs> damn! What first? Uh, damn! That was those were progressive times. Apparently, yeah. <laughs> but then again, you could break off everything on his body. So I don't know. Yeah, uh, you could lynch yeah. him. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> All right, moving on here from here at the fade. Uh, so, uh, Tenant again. Um, re- really looking forward to them releasing this trailer. Um, I already kind of read the description of of the trailer, but I, I actually just want to see it just so I can kind of get a vibe for it. Um, very much looking forward to this film again. Christopher Nolan definitely is my favorite dire- director. Um, so yeah, I just uh, I'm excited about it. Anyways, uh, let's jump into what the fuck we're watching, dude. So uh, I'm gonna give my most recent. Films that I've seen in theaters. Uh, okay. Two weeks ago, I saw Stuber. Uh, this is a film starring Dave Batista. Um, what is the guy's name? He was in Deadpool. My, yeah, my and, and IMDb I remember this today because I, I I was watching Deadpool a little bit, uh, and like I remember we were speaking about Kamal uh, Nanjiani, and I remember you're like, oh yeah, that guy was in Deadpool. He definitely, that definitely was. I should have. And I, I, I thought not. it in the moment, but I didn't say it. But yeah, he know he would definitely was. Yeah. So this film point. was starring Dave Batista. Uh, his name is yeah. Kamal oh no, no, Nanjiani. It is, So you were th- you were talking about Kamal Nanjiani, but you were like, oh, he was in Deadpool, but there that's not the same guy. You you're just being super racist. Yeah. No. So he was actually in The Big Stick. He was in uh, Central Intelligence. Yeah, the big. Uh, I said stick. Yeah, he did. He was in the Big Sick. He was in a, a Central Intelligence Lego movie, Silicon Valley. Um, yeah, Silicon Valley's um, Gay uh, of Thrones. 
I don't know about that. Yeah. No, it's a, it's a real thing. It was a, no, I know it's a real thing. 2013. Well, I'm it's guessing it's a real thing. Game of Thrones. Very yeah, interesting. Um, I'm sure he wants to. Fr- I'm gonna hold that joke. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, so Stubert was like, it was one of those movies where it was surprisingly good. Like yeah. there, there aren't many things I could say bad about this movie. Because you come in with like expectations of zero expectations, yeah. yeah. You don't really yeah. just yeah. want to laugh. Give me a decent story, some some action. Yeah, but there's nothing really bad I can say about this movie because it didn't position itself as it's not an Oscar contender, right? <laughs> yeah. But it was a good movie still. Yeah, it's funny. It's funny. Was, to it, watch. was it like one of those '90s movies that weren't obviously anything to write home about, but they were like, ah, I enjoyed it. Yeah. You know what? I, I don't know why when you said '90s movie, as I went to Turner and Hooch, right? I you don't remember that movie? Fuck that is arguably one of Tom Hanks's best movies ever. Tom Hanks, Turner and Hooch. Turner and Hooch. Is he like a cop in that movie? He's a cop. Turner, uh, Turner and Hooch is his dog that he like rescues, and I think I remember vaguely seeing something about it, but I think I remember this is stupid, so I'm not going to watch it. Turner and Hooch is a movie you can watch today false and it's there's stu- just no way no on i mean on vhs if you if you still have <laughs> <laughs> a vcr you don't even respect it enough to get the digital copy Fuck you gotta yeah. you gotta have a we VHS. were so big on like fucking letters and acronyms you to watch a vhs you have to have a vcr <laughs> with your tv yeah. uh, that's a lot of shit it's a lot of letters to remember in order and this was you know, the education system in 1993 uh, in minority communities was, was not <laughs> where it should have been. So VHS, VCR, TV. Then the DVD came out. Yeah. What What do you play a DVD in? A DVD player? Yeah. I that's what. That's when. That's when they were like, "All right, this shit is getting out of hand. We've got VHS, we got VCR, TV. Let's just now we're gonna watch DVDs." In a DVD player. Right? Uh, yeah, I mean, you're, you're trying to buy time because I'm <laughs> No, but this also makes yeah. a lot of sense. Right? And then it came out with Blu-ray. And to watch a Blu-ray, you got to have a Blu-ray player. Right? Yeah. Uh, now, now just like, fuck all of that. We're just going to stream the shit. Yeah, no. That's a very unfortunate too because Blu-rays are actually pretty good, right? Like they would always come with some sort of like fucking, you know, some sort of features and things like that. And uh, like they still do with like the digital copy, but it's not the same, right? What did Blu-ray come with? Yo, like, like what did extra they fucking scenes? come with? Yeah, they come with extra scenes, commentary. Um, I'm not saying that DVDs didn't come with that. They did, but with Blu-rays, like at least you'd be able to see it like in in like, you know, like 1080, like DVDs. Yeah, we didn't have enough money yeah. to have a like Blu-ray player. Yeah, yeah, yeah no. no you rich bastard. <laughs> Blu- Blu-ray players didn't cost no, that no, much. You, no, they didn't cost that much at all. But like, <laughs> yeah, I thought you were being like, yeah, Jesus. Because DVD. Am I living play- a life of privilege? <laughs> at a certain point, DVD players were like 19.99, right? Yeah. But the yeah, Blu-ray player just giving them away. Yeah, the Blu-ray player was still 39.99. It's like. I'm not buying this shit in Blu-ray. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. The DVD. I did go to like I think Walmart the other day, and I was actually looking for a D, uh, Blu-ray player because I was like, "What if I do fucking get a Blu-ray?" Like, and just I actually do have Blu-rays that I 
like these are useless if I don't actually have a fucking Blu-ray yeah. player. Uh, and uh, like the prices were like they're still uh, 80, up there, ninety. And I was like, Yo, get the I'm fuck not- out of here! <laughs> I will kill everybody here <laughs> if you try to charge me I will ninety dollars for yeah. a Blu-ray player. Um, yeah. Uh, so. So yeah. Uh, anyways, we were talking about what we watched. And did you get to your whole Rolodex? No, I, I, I wasted a lot of time. Yeah. Uh, so Stuber, Stuber yeah. uh, recently saw Hobbs and Shaw, uh, which yeah, that's that's uh, yeah. that's how you yeah, feel about that's, it. Yeah. Now the, the film was surprisingly funny. Like you're gonna laugh a lot, and and if you want to laugh. Maybe that's what you pay for, right? It was like Iron Man three kind of like why am I laughing so hard? Even or not even laughing so hard, but why am I laughing so many times? But this is supposed to be like it's supposed to be film. like a yeah. It um, what do I liken this to? It was I think this film was supposed to take itself seriously, but I feel like on the set of this film, everybody was just having too much fun, and this yeah. this movie they were just, just like fuck it, yeah. <laughs> lean into it, and the movie just turned into a comedy. Yeah. Um. And then, like, I feel like for The Rock, every movie he does, he's just like, all right, last movie, I threw uh, a Nissan Sentra across the street yeah. to, and it hit, hit someone and killed him. This movie, I need to throw a Ford F-150 yeah. quarter of a mile yeah. to save the world. And right? soon it's, it's going to be a spaceship. Yeah, I need, I, to, throw the spaceship. I need to punch through a building, <laughs> not just, like, the glass front door punch through the entire building it's what extra shit can we make him do he does some things in this movie that are just like all right entirely fucking humanly like not even possible possible. yeah um but i mean i I think that's a problem with like escalation right like in in films of like because back in the 90s when we had Schwarzenegger when we had Stallone when we had Van Damme when we had uh, uh, Seagal they had to uh, be realistic they, it was just realistic right it was just hey I'm gonna punch you in your mouth uh, now every now and then they would get a little ridiculous with Arnold they'd make him do some wild shit but that was like sprinkled in every yeah. just now and then he would just do some shit that was some wild shit Seagal would kick 12 people and it's yeah. like alright if, if they just attacked him at the same time they'd beat yeah. him but you know whatever but, yeah. but Dwayne it would, Johnson it would movies be, are just getting out of hand. Well, Seagal, though, it would be like, you know, 8,000, you know, uh, uh, Jamaicans uh, who are all high <laughs> as fuck. Yeah. And it's just like, all right, well, I can kind of see that. Yeah. You know, if they're all high and just like, hey, man, I don't even know what the fuck you... <laughs> so <laughs> I'm going to give you this about yeah. um, Hobbs and Shaw. Do you remember that scene in uh, Captain America Civil War where he is trying to... Like save Bucky from MI6 or whatever who's coming to kill Bucky, and Cap is like he's like holding on to the plane, yeah, yeah. Um, holding on to the building, right? Yeah, incredible scene. It's one of the scenes in the movie where you realize just how strong Captain America is. They essentially recreated that <laughs> in Hobbs and Shaw, yeah, where the Rock is pretty much like pulling a helicopter, right? Jesus. Now, mind you, he. No super soldier no, serum. No serum. <laughs> but he, I'm not going to tell you yeah, what happens. But just he, just Planet Fitness is that? <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it. The, but the, the the platinum membership, I guess. 
and he, he essentially like and he skips pizza Thursdays yeah. Yeah. He, pulls, he pulls an entire helicopter in this movie and it's like yeah it's crazy alright that's where I had to just say okay um, and literally yeah. I was in the theaters and I said I said out loud I was like okay yeah. <laughs> fuck it <laughs> fuck it right because you know you, yeah. you pass beyond the threshold of bullshit yeah um, I, I think that's I mean that's where I'm at and that's where I've been at with the Fast and Furious so I think I, I'm going to officially say on this podcast I'm done with the Fast and Furious franchise I don't care what spinoffs they come out with I don't care what sequels uh, they come out with I can't do it anymore dude I can't do it it's it's it, it's not going to get better like I, I at the very minimum I can say safely say that it's not going to get better and because they, they've demonstrated the lazier they've gotten with the writing somehow Lazy. more people come out to watch the movie so they're like fuck it let's lean into this shit let's make it I, they were just showing fat, the fate of the furious which is I guess the fast and furious 8 uh, on TV I was watching it earlier today uh, just like you know the beginning of it it was so stupid it was just dumb it was just it was very stupid yo Charlotte Theron Statham, needs to like she needs to reevaluate some things with her life she should have never taken this role that was disappointing yeah. like come on Jason all Statham shit you do, jumped out of <laughs> of uh, uh, the Boeing seven four fifty seven fifty seven Max that plane that was killing everybody yeah um this is probably how she got one because what a super villain with a plane that doesn't land whatever yeah he jumped out of the plane with a baby in the car seat right that baby would be fucking dead okay no um, you're not re-entering the earth's atmosphere and the baby's j- just in the car seat like fucking one's lunchtime yeah. like 800 miles an hour propelling towards earth just no, come on, Jason. No, no, no. no, that's no well, we're talking about the same movie where uh, the Rock jumps out of a. I guess they're they're on ice or something like that. Yeah, he jumps out of it. Uh, whatever vehicle he's in, redirects uh, uh, a uh, like a missile, uh, right? It, no, it was a um. What is it, what's in submarines? The uh, the torpedo. torpedo. He fucking redirects a torpedo so that. Like it literally kills like I guess the the people who are chasing. Yeah, now this torpedo is propelled by fucking hydrogen gas <laughs> and it's moving at four hundred miles per hour. But the rock is able the rock to catch up to it. Grabs it, and turns it, it around. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, you know, you know, I, I think I can actually point to the exact moment that I was done with the Fast and Furious franchise. The exact moment I was done was when uh, in Fast and Furious Seven, when Vin Diesel at the end of the film drives the car off of the rooftop and latches the um, grenades onto the helicopter. Yes. Yeah, that yeah. was to the point where I was just like, I need to make... Is, is this where like he's... When the building is... The, the building is collapsing, collapsing. And yeah. then he just drives the car off and he hits it at the right angle and he's just able to clip the fucking... Um, grenades onto like the bottom of the fucking uh, helicopter and the car crashes but he's perfectly fine um it was at that moment that I was like you guys really don't respect me yeah <laughs> yeah you think I'm an you, you think I'm fucking you think that stupid. low of me you yeah. think that low of me to insult you can put this me in on this the screen way. and you think I'm gonna I'm believe gonna, it. I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna come back and see this again. I'm gonna buy it on Blu-ray. Now, here's the thing: Will I see Furious Nine? Probably. I, I'm done, dude. Just because I, I, got, I gotta get out. I gotta get out. It's 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 a very abusive relationship. Yeah, I gotta. You, it so is. At some point, you. It <laughs> is. But I, I'm afraid to call that hotline. 
and I'm gonna go back. <laughs> I'm done, dude. I got. I sometimes you get. Hey, no. Uh, what, what did uh? What is his name Willie Nelson? I forget who it is, but uh, no one fold. You gotta know <laughs> no when to fold. No when to fold. Yeah. yeah, you gotta know, dude. Um, okay, let's after uh, Furious Nine, I'll fold. But I gotta go back this one last time. Yeah, it was that the last thing on your list. Yes, uh, Narcos Mexico. I've seen that very good. Not okay. disappointing at all. I'm, I'm disappointed that I waited so long to watch so it, it. Yeah. Uh, just because uh, Michael Pena, he delivers. Nice. Yeah, okay. he hasn't missed in a long time. No, no, he's been consistently good for for a very long time. Um, okay, uh, I want to talk about some of the stuff I'm watching. I'm gonna, I want to say it in kind of chronological order. Uh, I, I forgot to talk about this one, and I don't know how I fucking forgot to talk about this, but I didn't talk about this when I first saw it. But uh, I watched Midsummer, uh, or Midsummer, which is I guess how it's supposed to be pronounced. Um, weird movie. It was the follow up for Ari Aster. Uh, he, uh, of course, is. Uh, you know, um, he had Hereditary in 2018, uh, and this was his essentially his follow up uh, with Midsummer. Um, I went into it thinking it was going to be one thing, and it, it, unlike Hereditary, where you think go into a thing it's going to be one thing, and it turns out to be something completely different. This I was hoping would be, I don't know. I don't I guess I don't I don't know exactly what I went into it with definitely didn't come out thinking like it was even in the mold of what I was thinking but not like necessarily in a good way I thought it was I thought it was okay it's definitely a thinker but also it didn't really like it didn't do it for you didn't do anything for me because I felt like you, you I really wanted to see you had it. high expectations for high this film yeah and it, and it under delivered it it really did, uh, and I and I guess perhaps that was unfair because perhaps you, you shouldn't go into a film with like really deep expectations. You should just kind of let it be whatever it is, and then judge it from that. But uh, but even I, I would say even if I did come with this uh, come into this with no expectations, I think it's one of those films where you are really asked to take from it whatever you want to take from it. Yeah, and I don't think I really took really much of anything from it. It's like when you open up a bag of chips and it's like mostly air yeah you still enjoy the chips like, but also it's your you're, favorite you're little, flavor of ruffles yeah you're a little pissed though yeah but you're like, like fuck 75 percent air yeah. yeah yeah no yeah true it, it, that was a good metaphor it was kind of like that where i didn't really i didn't really think it had that it's a very straightforward movie and i was waiting for like oh hey here's where the thing's supposed to happen that changes everything and that just never happened. It, it kind of was just. So no, it was like classic just, Lay's potato chips. Ye, no, no, I would say that it, it's it's sour cream and onion, but perhaps like maybe it's like labeled differently for some fucking reason. Mm. But you're just eating them like, no, these are sour cream and onion. Hmm, maybe if I get to the bottom of this bag, it's and there was like different. there was no dip or anything. Yeah, like there was that. nothing. Yeah, it was just Ch- just a chip, just sour cream and onion mm. yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyways uh you know i i still respect i i still write respect the shit out of ari aster as a director i think there were moments in this film if, if you've ever i would say this if you've ever been in a relationship where you haven't been able to break up with the person or you just the relationship has gone on for an extended period of time watch this fucking film because you'll oh, see shit. you'll see you'll see you'll see <laughs> seems scenes dark of, it, it, it is a it is a dark movie uh, but it's not really a scary movie. Yeah. I would say it doesn't have any like 
it doesn't have too many jump scares. It has a couple, but not not too many. So it's not like a scary film, but it is. It makes you think, and it, it stays with you for a little bit of like, huh, what the fuck did I just watch? Yeah. Um, but again, if you've ever been in a relationship where you haven't been able to break up with a person, but you just know this relationship's just running on fossil fuels, you know, it's running on fumes. <laughs> fossil uh, fuels. <laughs> uh, uh, then uh, a lot of this movie will resonate with you, especially like the beginning part of it. Uh, I think will very much so resonate. So another horror movie that came out, which sounds similar to this, it being like not a scary, scary movie, but a, a, a cognitive horror movie, right? It makes you think it was mm-hmm. us. How would you rate rate it to us? I would say I probably liked this better than us because mm-hmm. I definitely felt like I was misled with us. Like I think that was a clear misdirect. I think it was advertised and was marketed as some as one thing, and it clearly wasn't that thing. Like yeah. I think we all thought us was going to be like the scary, crazy movie. It, it wasn't. And it, it was, was not. A, yeah, definitely. It, it was just a, it, it 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 provoked a lot of thought, but. See, and it I think a, I think the media film, film critics portrayed film. it that way, but like the film itself, no, 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 no. they marketed. Do you way. think the creators of the film like marketed it that way? They clearly marketed yeah. it that way. Like when you watch any of the trailers, when you would hear people talk about it, you would hear people like, "Oh my god, this one of the most terrifying films of the last whatever." You know, Jordan Peele of uh, classic. You but know, see, those were the court. critics, not necessarily the creators of the film. N- no, but uh, one, I, I took care of the creators of the film by saying it was marketed like a horror film yeah you know uh, it wasn't as if it, oh this is just a you know weird story like because you have stories like that that are just odd stories that they're, people are just like this is just a that, that's when they start getting into the this is a mind bending story you know yeah um uh there are films that are aren't really scary that are just like thrillers or just like you know films that just like are thought provoking are marketed as such, right? Like that they're just thinkers. Uh, like any Christopher Nolan movie isn't being marketed as this is a horror film. No, it's like this is a weird scenario, and you know, come out and see it and see what that weird scenario is. That's what Us was, um, and uh, 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 that's what um, that's what Midsummer was as well. I but I think Us was definitely mismarketed as like a horror film. So, uh, so yeah. Anyways, uh, I watched Midsummer, um, and uh, and then I started binging um, The Boys, which is a film that came out on um, uh, Amazon Prime. Um, and uh, do you need to pause for a sec? Okay. Um, uh, and uh, this is the this is about basically like the superheroes, and I think it was a comic actually. Um, um, yeah, pro- I watched the trailer for it. Yeah, this looks interesting. It was it so was like a, a B list Avengers team. Yes, uh, not even just a B list, but like it it was an Avengers team that like if everybody was just a complete asshole. Yeah, you know, uh, there's and but what I loved about because I finished it, what I loved about the series was that they dealt with so many different topics, but they never really stuck to just one. They they kind of just hopped around from topic to topic and so you never really feel like they're beating you over the head with anything but they they have some pretty obvious sort of topics what i didn't know about this was that uh eric kripke was the creator of the show who uh air for those who uh, are familiar with his work he created um uh, supernatural 
Okay. And he was the he was the showrunner for Supernatural for the first five seasons, which were, you know, at least the seasons I would say three, but really just four through five. Some of the best television I've ever watched personally. Um, and he had a definite five year plan for Supernatural. Um, and and then he left the show because they just like, hey, people are still watching it. Well, let's just keep this shit going. Um, and so uh, so I think he went to go like work on some other shit. I wonder if this was the other shit that he was trying to work on. Um, I don't know what the timeline for that was, but uh, and I've never watched Supernatural, but I've heard like a lot of great things about it. Yeah, continuously. It used to be a really good show. Now it's just trash. But hopefully, it just dies with the you know at the end of this uh, this coming season. Um, okay, and then last but not least, watched finally got around to watching Spider Man Far From Home. Oh man. Uh, uh, all right. Okay, here's what I'll say. Here's my only summary of the film. I enjoyed myself. But I left the theater like I kind of left Doctor Strange, like I kind of left um, what other film? Like I kind of left to be perfectly honest. Even though I know I hate the fact that you just slide her consistently, but uh, Captain Marvel, um, like I've basically walked out of almost every Marvel film of the last, like I would say, the last like four movies, maybe, probably deeper than that. Anything past like. Anything that wasn't uh, a Captain uh, Captain America or Avengers related, I kind of left. Meh. Well, Black Panther. I left I'm sorry. Me. Okay, that Black Panther. Great, yeah, 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 sure, sure. Uh, uh, look at that, the Black Panther. Because so, I definitely left that hyped. Yeah, I was like, yeah, it, yeah. it lived up to expectations. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, and I'll let you finish. But I felt a similar way. Yeah, it just wasn't. Um, I don't know. There's just something that was just almost not empty about it there was just something that was um i don't know what it is it's just something that was just like eh. i mean it, it was cool like and and you know they, they definitely had some twists in the stories and it was you know they they you know they had some comedy in it and you know i, th- I think uh tom holland fantastic acting as well as jake gyllenhaal as well as Zendaya. Uh, I thought I thought all of them were great in the film. There was nothing I could really point to and be like, nah, this was why it was bad. I just didn't really connect with it. I don't I don't know what it was uh, about it. And it actually had a decent story. That's what I'm trying to figure out. Like what I usually I can pinpoint if it's the plot, if it's the pacing, if it's you know the the way it was shot, the cinematography. There's just something about it I was just very disconnected from. Yeah. yeah. Um. And and. I have some similar thoughts, but I'm going to, we're going to pause for a second before I, before I share mine. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, sorry for the delay. I know you guys have been fucking dying for those, um, uh, four seconds. <laughs> yeah. Lag like, that you're probably going <laughs> to, that you're really probably going to experience anything. here. Yeah. Um, but Spider-Man far from home. When I was watching the movie, literally at one point, and I think I told you this. I found myself scrolling through Instagram as yeah. if I was at home. Yeah. Right. And I went to a movie theater that wasn't far from my home. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. trust me, I would have, I would have been so happy to just 
just leave and actually go while I was watching this movie. Were you with somebody or were you just... I went by myself. Yeah. Um, The theater, you know, great great theater experience. No one was talking during the movie. There was no baby crying. Uh, the, The girl at the... Uh, cash register who got me my Slurpee and uh, and candy was fucking cute. Like she was, I was, everything was good so far, right at the beginning. And then okay. the movie started, and first fifteen minutes or whatever was, I was like, uh, okay, you know, this is gonna be about Peter being sad that Tony's gone and he likes this girl, and they're gonna go on this um, journey of him trying to smash and blah blah blah, right? Um, and I think you're right. Like the acting of this movie was. It was good. Uh, Tom Holland, good, very good actor. Zendaya, very good actress. Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal, it's nothing bad you can say about Jake Gyllenhaal. He's an incredible actor. Yeah. Um, all of their chemistry on film was portrayed well. You know, Tom or you know Peter Parker and Mary Jane. Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal's characters is, is Blake. Um, Shit, uh, Blake something, right? Uh, yeah, I yeah, Blake. Like, um, again, acting was great. I just think the story itself, and now granted, the, this film is going to throw you off because there's a plot twist, you know, not even halfway through, kind of towards the beginning half, that you're like, oh shit, I, I didn't see that coming at all. The shift between Jake Gyllenhaal's character and uh, what we expect, but yeah, what spoiler we saw. Spoiler alert, spoiler yeah. alert, still spoiler in alert. theaters. Yeah. Um, so even with that plot twist, actually, you know, if I could just spoil it for my like, oh, shit. I don't know. I don't know why I, I was. <laughs> even with the plot twist, the film was not as good as I expected to be because we're coming off of this high of Endgame, right? I still remember the feeling I had. <laughs> Maybe watching that's Endgame. it. Yeah. Maybe that's it. It's yeah. like. You know, it's like uh, you know, when you're when you try drugs for the first time, right? When you when you hit the crack pipe, and then there's that first high, and then you spend yeah. you know, the rest of your chasing it uh, yeah. addiction, <laughs> chasing that high, right? Yeah. And maybe that's what I was doing, but at the same time, I do feel like this particular crack rock was not, you know, <laughs> particularly not strong. It, it wasn't good. It, it was it was cheap product. It was it was cut. Yeah. It was stepped on. Yeah. I didn't like it. Right. It was. <laughs> It was not 100% pure. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Just, uh, yeah, just a very, yeah. I mean, the production value was phenomenal. Like the cinematography, the digital effects, but it's fucking Marvel. So it's like, yeah, like all their movies are like that. Like what, it, what Marvel movie can you point to? But like that cinematography sucked. Like uh, Iron Man three. What the <laughs> cinematography sucked. Uh, I, I just thought it was very cheap. I mean, the movie was kind of weird, but I don't think you can. Yeah. I mean, I think Iron Man three. Everybody was like about to go on vacation. <laughs> they were like, "Dude, you know, I, I put in my request four months ago. Like, you know, I'm taking my family to Aruba." And they're like, "All right, just hurry up and put that last scene together." And that's how the movie was made. <laughs> yeah, um, but, but again, Iron Man three. It just there are a lot of good things about it. It just didn't click. It just didn't do. It are, you, are you talking about uh, Spider Man Far From Home? What did I say? Iron Man three. Yeah, I mean that too. <laughs> but yeah, Spider Man three. Um, I feel like the this movie had too much emphasis on Peter and his feelings for Mary Jane and like their whole like kind of like weird relationship, that adolescent relationship. I I think it focused too much on that. I, less I, I see, on. I, I didn't find that the, to be the the the, the my issue because. I saw what they were doing after a while, right? Like you, you're using that plot line as a device for 
Peter's childhood, right? That Peter has to make a choice between being a teenager, being a child, and being an Avenger. And that was the thing that was the device that was used to consistently bring up the fact that he just all he really wanted to do was just be the average teenager who's worried about, you know, the, the his friends he, and the girl he, he likes. likes. Exactly. And, yeah. um, and he just wasn't able to fucking do that because he has this big, uh, um, you know, he has this weight on his shoulders yeah. um, from being an Avenger. So that I didn't mind as much once I understood sort of why they were using it that way, because it wasn't like it was. Um, it was because uh, I remember they did kind of a similar thing in the Amazing Spider-Man with uh, Amazing Spider-Man Two with uh, Andrew um, Andrew Garfield, Garfield yep. um, and uh, Emma Stone. Um, they had the same like, oh my god, like we're just bringing up the fact that they feel some some way about each other like every two scenes, you know. Um, it was annoying in that because I don't think it was just it was just there. Like there was no there was no like. Like it fit into the plot well enough, but it, it was just like, why? Why is this such a large part of the plot? Like, what's the driving idea behind that? Yeah. So anyway, so I, that's why I didn't necessarily mind that aspect of it. Again, there was just something, and I can't, I can't really, and I think it, there is truth in what you said that we're coming off the high of Endgame, and even weeks after, like I, I just watched this film, um, Sunday, um, and uh, it's now. Tuesday and I feel the same way about it but like it's been months or it's been months since we watched Endgame in theaters yeah. you know and you would think I actually we would went back on. I actually went back to the theater last week to try and watch Endgame again and yeah. then uh, Regal Cinema had pulled it yeah yeah like, yeah because it just came out on but, digital that end because um I think it also beat out of Avatar, so they're like, "All right, yeah, we're done." You know, we're <laughs> mission accomplished. Well, Pull you, well, it. Yeah, they they bought all the, the all the tickets they needed, and they're like, "All right, we're done." But yet, uh, again, going back to your point, um, there's something about this movie that just didn't do it for me, and and I think the high of Endgame might be part of it, but it's also that this film just didn't wow you, right? No, it didn't, I, I, it didn't think, blow you away. I, I think if you put this. If you put this at like obviously obviously because of the, some of the things that happen in it, you couldn't have put it before Endgame, but it feels like something that should have came before it. Like it it should if like it feels like Endgame should have been it for Phase uh, Three, and then let's move on to the next shit. Yeah, like it shouldn't have been this film that ends it. Like, yeah, and and you know it's funny because they they talk about it in the film like the blip, how everybody who stayed continued to age, the people who came back came back as their like aids that they left so there was a five year gap but that was kind of it that was the only like thing that no I think they did I really enough I actually think they did a good job of like explaining like all the shit that kind of went haywire like what in that five feet like so for instance like uh, the, the the main guy who's chasing Mary Jane around he like was like this skinny small dude uh, when they knew him but then all of a sudden they came back from the from the the blip and now he's snap. older and more and now attractive he's like you know yeah uh, uh so weird stuff but like, like that but then they talked about it. no but then they talked about people who like were in airplanes at mm-hmm. the time um and then like how you know that was kind of like a fucked up scenario it didn't or maybe i just read that online i don't know i can't remember did they blip back to the airplane or did they just blip back in midair yeah like i remember them dealing with or talking about certain issues like that of like well how did these people handle it given the situation that they were in um so like to to me because i I would i i was kind of watching out for that like a hawk of like 
whether they how were, are they going to explain people who came exactly back, right yeah just kind of like uh, like kind of like ant-man you know yeah. coming back and his daughter is you know a Older, teenager now yeah. yeah but again okay sure you know they they may have they discussed the blip a bit more and one of the one of the main characters who was also pursuing mary jane was a part of that blip blah 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 but that was kind of it other than that they didn't really i mean other than uh, jake gyllenhaal's character blake um also mysterio he kind of explained his um their that cast of former stark industries employees they're um they were, they were just disgruntled employees right they were just unhappy employees yeah and they created this whole stupid, thing yeah. which hey we're gonna f- yeah i wasn't i wasn't a big fan of that but i was also, like that's it like you you're mad because tony renamed your technology barf <laughs> Like that's why you're like, yo, I'm gonna fuck over. I'm gonna dedicate Paris. the yeah. next fucking twenty years of my life. And where are they getting Maybe. the funding? I don't know. <laughs> for yeah. those drones and all that technology they're, they were they're, using, they're clearly siphoning money off of somewhere. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah. So, yeah. but again, I didn't like how this was supposed to be the follow up to Endgame, but they really only incorporated bits and pieces of Endgame when they talked about the blip. Like, I wish yeah. they would have talked about like what happened in in New York when Thanos brought his army or um, I wish they would have discussed more of not just him being sad that Tony Stark died but like and I guess they did, did discuss what happened with all the other Avengers they talked about Thor in this movie but it was kind of like they, they made it seem as if you know that what happened in Endgame was small and oh everybody just moved on like no the planet was almost destroyed it had yeah. to be a little bit more than that yeah uh I don't know. Yeah, underwhelming. Yeah, uh, that's a most appropriate way to put it. It was just in kind of an underwhelming movie. Uh, I'm not mad at it, but also, yeah, it, it, what is? And yeah. it, 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 it is what it is. And I have a fact. I have a feeling like that. That's why I think they're going to have a very difficult time with Phase Four. Uh, is because I think we're just like I think they blew their payload with. Uh, Endgame. They think. blew their load all over <laughs> our faces with Endgame. <laughs> and now Phase 4 is, you know, the the, the soft gummy stroke. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> try to fold it up and put it back in there. It's just like, yeah, I don't nah. think it's going to work. <laughs> She's like, I'm ready to go. <laughs> I mean, the only thing Let's that's looking forward to Phase 4 Instagram. is Blade, Doctor Strange. It's not and even the happening multiverse. in Phase 4, though. Uh, really? Blade's happening in Phase 5. Yeah. Ooh, so what's Phase 4? Give me the... Uh, so we've got Black Widow. Mm-hmm. We've got um, is it WandaVision, the Eternals, Phase Wars, WandaVision, uh, uh, Thor Falcon, Four, yeah, uh, yeah, Thor, it, yeah, Thor Four. Um, what if? Um, what else is happening? Um, is it like Shang Chi or uh, Shang Chi? Shang Chi, yeah, yeah, Shang Chi. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, fuck, uh, of every of everything you said. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like, and and it's like, even if it was a great movie, it's kind of like, I'm like, I've been there. We've been there. We've had Winter Soldier. We've had Civil War. Yeah. Uh, okay. Like, I I don't need anything else. I'm good. Like I said previously, the the Winter Soldier and uh, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I am looking forward to that just because I know what the story is now. It's but 2021, man. Fuck! It's not even 2020. It's 2021. It's 2021. Shit. Disney I- Plus. Yeah. Uh, okay. Let, let, let's quickly move on here because we're we're running out of uh, nightlight here. Uh, we've quickly. got yeah. Um, okay. Let's talk about uh, the OA cancellation real quick. Uh, Necessary, but yeah, let's do that. Yeah. Um, good. It's very good. Yeah. 
uh, I, I was going to ask your thoughts, but I think I obviously yeah, I you know my s- thoughts. Surmise how you feel about that after the ending of season two. Uh, now, granted, season two of the OA was uh, far superior to season one. Um, writing the characters, the the storyline, uh, the complexity of it all. Um, but yeah, the, the world does not the, need the way. Three. Yeah, the way it ended was not uh, not very good. Uh, but here's an interesting aspect of it. I, I think I'm in your same boat, so I'm not going to waste too much time talking about it from that perspective. Uh, interesting thing. Uh, so Netflix has actually been canceling a lot of shows as of late, um, and I think we're only seeing that because. Like at first they were greenlighting everything, right? Mm-hmm. Like you just come off all the streets. Uh, you get a show. You get a show. You get a Everybody show. Everybody gets a show. <laughs> um, uh, and so we're now seeing the repercussions of that. Is like when you just write blank checks to everybody, or not blank checks, but when you write a check for everybody, um, and uh, a season or two later, that's those those fucking chickens are gonna come home and roost. Uh, uh, and I think that's what we're seeing is this landscape of just a lot of cancellations for shows that were like, well, we could have probably had another season of that. Like just to finish up. So for instance, the OA seemed like it was like leading to something. Right. And I think I remember stating this. I was like, if they pull some shit, like they pulled with season two again with season three, I'm out. I don't give a fuck how many more seasons you have. Yo, <laughs> like, if, I'm if, done. if they did season three of the OA and it ended like season two did, like I would generally, I might write a letter. Right? <laughs> I might to your congressman go, go full yeah. white woman and yeah. write an angry letter. Yeah, well, um, I would definitely write our Congress people here and be like, hey. Whatever you do, tell Netflix to cut the shit yeah. out. You know <laughs> Fuck net neutrality. <laughs> let's start to control some of this shit. <laughs> let's start throttling the shit down. Let's uh, let's let's control. Uh, you know how much bandwidth we have. Um, yeah, I'm, so. I'm not like when when you told me season three of the OA was canceled. I didn't feel any particular way about it. It was just yeah. like, ah, okay. There's other really great shows on Netflix. That I, I, I would have just been In curious. fact, this is a stress relief. Because uh, well, now I know I don't have to deal with build it. it into my future life. Well, I mean, the reason why I was semi-curious about it is because I'm just like, where the fuck are they going to go with this next? Like, like I, I'm not curious as in, I'm, I'm excited to see where they go from it. I'm just like, what dumb shit are you going to come up with yeah. to like make up for the fact that you came up with a very stupid scenario there at the end? Um, but shout out to um, uh, Britt Marling, uh, who's uh, one of the uh, she's a co-creator uh, uh, along with um, I think his name's Mal or something Batman glitch. Yeah, something about uh, yeah, 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 about um, because he has a yeah a, a very uh, unique yeah, very uh, last name complicated name in comparison to uh, Batman the Lynch. American. Um, uh, I mean, I think yeah. they have every reason to be proud of themselves for having uh, what I would consider a successful run, uh, two seasons on Netflix. Um, I think a lot of uh, yeah. viewership for this particular show. Uh, she not only uh, directed it, she wrote it, produced it, acted in it. So I mean, every reason to be proud. Uh, it's yeah. done. It's done. Yeah. <laughs> Let, it, be let done. it die. Yeah. Uh, um, okay. Don't uh, save it. Let, uh, maybe the CW will pick it up, or or uh, or, it, or or one of those like new streaming networks, yeah. Zeus TV or the, something like that. Maybe very, Sling. Maybe it'll be on Sling. Well, there are very uh, few kisses of death. If the CW picks you up, you were never a good show to begin with. That that was a clear sign that yeah. you, your your show was pretty terrible. It's like, uh, it's like 
when you're a veteran in the NFL and you get signed to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It's, yeah, yeah, it's it's all, where all careers go to die. Uh, the CW is where all shows go to die. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, um, let's talk about this uh, Mario Lopez thing real quick, uh, just because I've got a couple of thoughts on it. Um, so for those who don't know, Mario Lopez made some uh, comments uh, about uh, transgender. Um, uh, I guess kids or parents making a decision to allow kids to, I guess, readjust, re-gender sort of identify, identify at a young age. Right. Um, so uh, I would play that, and I had thoughts of maybe uh, having the full clip in here, but uh, we just basically did a summary of what he said. He, uh, he, he basically was saying that he at the age of three he doesn't think that that's appropriate to be making decisions like that for kids um that's essentially what the fuck he said okay uh what are your thoughts i mean i think he's absolutely right and for and we see this a lot and or at least i've seen it a few times in in different places right um i i know someone uh, obviously not going to say names Brittany. But I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's not even her real name. Uh, so I know someone who um, used to only feed their dog out of a like a crystal, a glass, kind of like what people drink out of, um, like one of those like uh, cocktail glasses. Sure. Because she believed that like, well, my dog has seen me drink out of this glass, and my dog now will only drink out of this like you know these crystal glasses. Um, so. You know, in order to get my dog to drink water, I have to give her this crystal glass. No, you don't. And I'm like, no, the fuck you don't. <laughs> give the dog a bowl. When the dog is thirsty, it'll drink out of the bowl, right? And it seems and, like a very simple scenario. And a lot of um, like vegans, right? Like fucking vegans. Jesus. Yeah. Fucking vegans. Like uh, yeah, I've seen. I really don't mind vegans all that much anymore. I, I I just don't like vegans because they always need to like tell you that they're vegans and like sometimes because it's because they have to like. Well, no, I mean, how like, are they not? Even in regular yeah. conversation, you could be playing Monopoly. And they're like, uh, <laughs> I'm not gonna buy Boardwalk because it's not vegan friendly. Uh, like, uh, bitch, shut up. They I mean, produce dairy at Boardwalk. I'm not gonna yeah. buy that farm. Is it a vegan farm? Like, bitch, are you gonna buy it or not? If not, I'm gonna buy it. I'm gonna put hotels on it. Okay, <laughs> right. So, yeah. um, but I've seen things online where like vegan, they have like vegan dog food, right? It's like if you're a vegan, now you're gonna force your well, dog. Uh, let's get back on track vegan? with this Mario Lopez thing because yeah. it seems like well, no, 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 yeah. no. But this is this is where I'm going. So okay. it's like it's making decisions for your children or your pets that really aren't oh, kind of okay. like your decision to make. Don't okay. force yeah. it on someone or something. Yeah. Don't force an animal who's naturally. Uh, able and and you know meat is in their diet right so you know don't force them to have a vegan diet because it's what you want and as a parent don't allow your child at such a young age where their mind is still developing just because they say oh like mommy I, I you know I feel like a boy to say all right well you're a boy now right we're gonna I'm gonna allow you to make that decision when you're not even really aware or conscious of the decision that you're making and how it's gonna affect you long term I think that's where Mario Lopez is going it's like Give these kids time to make sure that they are aware and conscious of their decisions, right? Yeah. Three um, is way too young. Yeah. Uh, so there's two specific things that I want to say about this. Uh, one is, I, I, you know, and I, I think it's hard for, I, I want to see, I, I want to see the genuine arguments against it, right? Like in terms of, 
if you actually heard what he said, mm-hmm. it's the most mild mannered shit that you could very say. Um, he, he was kind of trying to protect himself while he was saying it, it but it, still yeah, wanting to voice his opinion. Hundred percent. And uh, you know, my thoughts on that is, it's, it's like I look at it like any other decision you would make for a child at the age of three, right? Like, what other broad sweeping, life altering changes would you make for a child at three? None. None. Like outside of perhaps saying you'll get your child braces, which at the age of three, you're probably not getting them braces because their shit hasn't even grown in yet, yeah. you know, fully. Uh, if your kid wants to amputate their leg at three, you don't let them do that. Or if your kid says, uh, hey, um, I don't know, whatever the fuck it is. Kids say all types of shit. Kids right? like, you, mom, I'm Japanese now. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Why not? Uh, give it a give it a yeah. little bit, yeah. Yeah, but you're not gonna like be like, all right, well, let's go out and get you, you know, all the latest Japanese gear, yeah, and let's uh, let's get let's you change your language, change your to, bedroom uh, to yeah. Mulan. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna you know um, now we're only gonna speak Japanese in the house, and you know it's like no no slow the fuck yeah. down. Like a week later, I guarantee you they won't even remember that something shit. else. Um, but even if okay, like. Okay, so for instance, like, even if you do say that, right, like, okay, like, you know, my child wants to identify as a girl if he's a boy, uh, okay, fine, like, what the fuck does that mean at the age of three? Like, you, what are you going to do? Like, it, so it's different if your child's like, hey, I want to play with dolls. Okay, cool. Play with dolls. Do whatever you want. Yeah. Um, But it's different if you try to enforce, like, impress that upon them. Then that yeah. means that, like, okay, my child identifies as a girl. Okay, any my my child is a boy, but uh, once I identify as a girl, like, are you gonna like suddenly start buying skirts yeah. for them? And, 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 and even if you do, like, what is like uh, the being a man and a woman? Like or being girl boy, like that. Those are all in in At our society. They're, they're all very a social construct, right? Yeah. Right. Like it's not as if there's some clear thing outside of, you know, perhaps your 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 privates. And and again, maybe I'm I'm butchering this conversation, but. I don't know. At the age of three, it's just like just let let that shit breathe a little bit yeah. before you if make any three, life you're not gonna changes. make you're not gonna allow your kid to make. Uh, major political decisions or religious yeah. decisions yeah. culture decisions and who do I vote for don't let them make gender decisions right vote John Delaney you don't want to vote for John now Delaney. again yeah. you know if if you know you're if if you're born gay which I, I believe right sure. it might be what was destined but for but attraction's you. not even a like a three attraction's yeah. not a fucking thing like then when that kid grows up They'll still feel that same way, and and when they're old enough to understand their to the decisions that they're making, their fucking feelings, yeah, yeah, then you you know support them in whichever way they want to go. But at three years old, no, because what a three year old says on Monday, they are gonna think and feel the different thing on when or on Thursday, right? Yeah. So you don't take Monday and I hey, we're gonna run with that Monday thing that you said, or, and, or and now we're gonna reinforce it throughout the rest of the week. Exactly. No. Or or if like at least let it be like a consistent thing meaning that if it's a thing that they consistently say then be like alright well let me try to analyze yeah. like what the fuck that means like what are you actually trying to say those type of things but like what I'm and I guess what I'm trying to drive at is like don't make any like broad sweeping changes because those are going to be like eventually be permanent changes and it's just like well how many people have said they want to like a child be like hey I want to be a firefighter you know when they're yeah, fucking you don't, three alright son yeah. you see that building over there run inside and save those people no you don't, you well, don't do that well and then 
the, when a child grows up, the child's like, did I say I was a firefighter? Fuck that. Like, I yeah. want to work in textiles. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I want to do IT <laughs> software engineering. Like, uh, yeah. Well, you said you want to be a firefighter. So like, yeah. I got you this axe and that, that exactly. fire suit. No, you don't do that. Yeah. So the second part to this to this thing is it matters. The, the What I would fault Mario Lopez for is it matters the platform you're on. The only reason I think we're actually even talking about this right now is because he talked to Candace Owens about it. Anything that you talk to Candace Owens about, people are going to be like, you sound like a fucking idiot. Like, it, to, uh, even remind if me right, again who Candace Owens so, is. Okay, so she was the lady, whole lady, uh, lady, but she's the person behind the whole, remember when Kanye went to TMZ and he was just spassing out TMZ? Yeah. She, that was her. She was essentially behind the whole thing. She's conservative. She's a black conservative. Gotcha. And all she ever fucking does is say, liberals are stupid. Uh, conservatives are great. Um, you know, you need to break out of the, you need to be red pilled because that's what being a conservative is. Apparently is, yeah. is being red pilled. I, I mean, I feel like there are millions and millions of people who would agree and share uh, Mario Lopez's uh, perspective. Yeah. Right. It's because he was having this conversation with her. Why yeah. I think it was taken why so much attention was given to it because again it's the most mild mannered it's just and honestly it's just in a like he's i'm sure a parent or yeah he was voicing like like i just wouldn't do this with my kids like yeah. i i and i don't think that generally speaking it should be done and he's not against gay people he's not against transgender trans- people he's exactly. just giving his honest opinion which i think is fair yeah um but so it's it's who he was saying it to where yeah, he was saying it on you know and she says so much his, wild his shit. yeah um, I mean, yeah, and I think it's in part because of his, obviously, that's part of it, but, like, I think, again, like, it, it was who he was talking to, yeah. right? Like, so if he was saying this shit to, like, I don't know, if he was, you know, talking to fucking Russell Brand or some shit, or if he was talking to Joe Rogan, even, you know. Who, even if he was everyone, talking to Caitlyn Jenner, even, <laughs> even Caitlyn would probably say, yeah, three is a little bit too young. Yeah. I was um, 48. So, so anyway, so I, I think that people should mind who they have conversations with because even if you uh even if you are saying something that's very pedestrian it's going to be blown up because you're talking to somebody who is uh who clearly goes who against wants to take that and like light a fire underneath Absolutely. it and pour gasoline on it yeah, yeah. all right let, well it's talking about uh lighting fires and, and gasoline i don't know how that segue works but let's talk about lena dunham and brad pitt Ooh, yeah I mean, an opportunist, I guess. She's like, <laughs> hey, is, the, is that divorce finalized? <laughs> or are you and Angelina still together or are no? You, is that still a thing? She's like, you? I'm going to go in for the kiss. Yeah, no. it's like when you see somebody from across the room and you don't know if they're like looking at you. So you're like, is it? Is it? Are we, are we connecting? Is that- uh, <laughs> so during, I believe it was like a red carpet event for the uh, release of the upcoming Quentin Tarantino film, Once Upon, Once Upon a, a time. time in Hollywood, uh, the uh, Lena Dunham, she's an actress, right? Is she an actress? Yeah, actress, writer, director. Yeah, but she's best known game. as a writer on the uh, series. Is it girls? Well, she she's show creator, writer, show creator, and writer, actress, actress on the show. Yeah, yeah. So uh, recently on the red carpet, she went in for like a hug with Brad Pitt, but she went that hug, kind of. Yeah, she went for a little bit more, right? Yeah. Uh, she, she she shot or shot. That's yeah. what we call it. Yeah. What is it? Shot going for shot. gusto? Is that it? Gusto. Never heard that, but uh, yeah, I, I think I think that's it. I'm gonna have to look that up later. Okay, but she went in for the kiss <laughs> on Brad Pitt, yeah. and you can see not a cheek kiss, you know, not not that French shit that yeah. French people do. Um, <laughs> she she went for 
like you know lip action right mouth to mouth yeah um now hmm. here's the thing about it because it's lena dunham it's a it's a woman and yeah. she's kissing a man the new the, the news around this has been a little bit more lighthearted. like oh not a good move poor brad uh, not a good look, blah blah blah. Right now, if the if this was a role reversal, right? If it was Brad Pitt trying to kiss her, his career is over. Or yeah. a man trying to uh, kiss any other woman, unwanted sexual if contact. Brad Pitt goes in for a kiss too. on the lips with Lena Dunham in today. Yeah, like right now. Oh, his career is over. It's yeah. over. He's he, he uh, he's 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 a sexist. He's uh, if it's on he's tape, a sexual predator. Yeah, are you fucking kidding me? Career's over. Over. Now she Me. does it. It's just untimely. <sighs> it's it's awkward. Only now. It's yeah. Only She's now. so crazy. She's so crazy. Right. It, it, the hypocrisy of it, and and the way I've heard uh, people talk about it and commented it, uh, comment online because I read read through the comment section. Yeah. It was, you know, it was so opposite of what would happen if, if there was a role reversal here, right? Yeah. Uh, look, I, I want to be honest. I, I, I really don't even care about this. Like in terms no, of I don't like, care. Uh, no, no, no. Like, I just I mean, like to I, highlight the hypocrisy. I, I don't even care about the hypocrisy of it. I just, I, I hate Lena Dunham that much. I was like, let's talk about this just so I can talk about how much I hate Lena Dunham. Yo, I hate uh, everything about it. She's I do feel worst. bad for Brad because it was like, yo, she is not... I, no. I don't even want to get into that in terms of like any looks or anything like that. It's not even about any looks. She's just no. I want to get into it. He's hit, <laughs> he's hit Jennifer Aniston, Angelina Jolie, probably a bunch of other women uh, in between. Uh, Lena Dunham, how dare you? Uh, no, okay, because then the obvious thing is, is like, okay, well, what if a much more attractive or what you would deem as much more attractive woman would try if, to do the same thing? If it's Brad, like you, you would clearly not have like an issue with that. Unfortunately, because I'm human and I'm flawed, <laughs> I, I probably wouldn't. But either way, I, you know, I I can be sound in judgment and, and realize that uh, there's hypocrisy here. Whether it's a beautiful woman, Lena Dunham, <laughs> no, which no, no. sounds fucked up when I say that. Uh, the, the problem here is, to me, it's it's a hypocrisy. It's the role reversal's always wrong. Yeah. In this particular situation, it's like, uh, we'll give her a pass. Oh, she's a woman kissing Brad Pitt. Uh, there's nothing wrong with it. He's a guy. He but, can handle it. But those, those are, I think that's, when people say that, though, like that, that, that's more about, like, um, for one, power dynamics, as well as, is like, okay, there, there's a difference between a woman trying to kiss somebody on the lips and a guy trying to kiss somebody on the lips, right? Like, even if Brad Pitt tries to kiss Lena Dunn on her lips, I'm sure Brad would be, don't you go anywhere, girl. You yeah. lock that in, you know? <laughs> um, like, there's a difference lock between that. that um like obviously like there's like a physical difference there's like you know uh, but in yeah. that kind of like bullshit though it's like no. oh if a man tries to kiss a woman on the lips he's he's trying to rape her but if a woman tries to kiss a man on the lips she's just being you know flirty and you know no i think it's bullshit i don't think so because it's like what are the implications of both right like so for instance if if, say there's nobody else there it's just those two um and lena tries to keep, uh, kiss brad on the lips i'm pretty sure brad will be able to get away from that like yeah. I, I really feel like he'd be able to if brienne of, of tarth more, is it tarth or tarth tarth yeah yeah no, no, if brienne of tarth you're tried my, to kiss you're my point for me tried to kiss kevin hart you're, you're making yeah. my point for me. No, no that's what i'm saying you're making my point for me it's How a physical so? thing that generally speaking men are generally bigger than than women generally speaking 
Yeah, but again, I, I think that's bullshit because it's you the, just said the example that yeah, he, no, yeah, and I was being sarcastic there, but I think at the end of the day, he meant that. No, I think at the end of the day, it comes down to the action, right? No, no, the, the action's wrong regardless. I'm not saying that's not what I'm disputing. But I'm so you're it's, saying it's a different if it's a man, though. it seems like more of like a um, a it, it could turn into a very different situation. Like, it, but yeah, uh, Lena, get the fuck away from me. Like that's yeah, much, like Brad <laughs> would be able to like defend himself against yeah. her attack. Yeah. Sure, yeah, I'm, sure um, I'm pretty sure he's watched wrestling. He can get her with sure. a stunner. But Stone Cold you know, stunner. I think yeah. at the core, like let's just focus on the action and and, and the intent and you know, man or woman. No, no, it was terrible. It, it, terrible. If but it's again, unwanted, I don't even care about all that. Lena Dunham is the worst. That's all I want to really kind of uh, exclaim. I can and agree say. with that. She just everything she does is just so stupid and just so fucking like backwards. Uh, you know, she had a whole thing with Odell where she was like, I just felt like he was looking at me like a, like a little bit like a piece of meat, or he did. You know, he's looking at me like he wasn't attracted. It was like okay, like for one, even if he was, all right, uh, sorry, like what yeah. the fuck, like yeah, and and then. Are you really trying to get into his fucking brain? To, like, she just says and does stupid shit all the fucking time, and everybody's just like, no, nope, that's just Lena. You know, she's just. No, and it, and she accountability. Had the fucking temerity to, like, call herself, like, the voice of her generation. Fuck you. I, I, I barely know who the fuck she is. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, like, she, so she made girls. And she was like, I think I'm like the voice of my generation. And it's just like, uh, but you're dealing with so much shit on girls in terms of like racial, like, yeah. you know, situations where you yeah, didn't maybe have. Maybe she is. Yeah, yeah, for a very specific yeah. demographic uh, is what yeah. you meant to say. Uh, yeah, For yeah. Trump supporters, you're the voice of that generation, of course. <laughs> um, and then I, I remember watching, the, I, I think maybe the genesis of why I kind of hate her so much. And I and I, I, I don't use the word lightly. I, I know the implications of that. I, I genuinely do. No, actually, I take it back. I don't. I don't hate her because I don't actually know her. But I remember watching. Um, she had her the first movie she ever made was, uh, I think it's like Dollhouses or some shit, right? Um, and I, I was actually really excited to watch the movie because I had I had no idea who she really was. I didn't know I wasn't familiar with her work back when I watched it. Um, but I was excited to watch the movie because I kind of heard the hype around her. I was like, okay, like let me let me watch this. It was the most narcissistic piece of shit. I've ever seen in my life. This is it was so narcissistic. Like it, it was so like because she wrote it, and you can tell like she took like major chunks of her life and she put it in in the film. Um, it was just so like me, 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 yeah. me, 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 me. This has to make sense for me, me, me. And it's just like, yo, how do you not? How do you write this? Fucking shoot it and not be like. No, this is yeah. Uh, th- shit. This is this is definitely this my is perspective and my perspective. Yeah, and I, I don't even know if it was fucking called Dollhouse. It's called something. I'm gonna have to look her up, and uh, I don't know much about her. For uh, and I, I don't I don't care that I don't know much about her. I'm perfectly fine with that. Um, but after reading this particular thing, I feel like I need to familiarize myself with her just to validate me not liking her. Because I, I hate to not like someone for no good reason. But I feel yeah. like she's someone who, if I learn more about her, I'm like, yeah, yeah, I don't no, like her. No, yeah, you, you genuinely won't. Um, uh, and it was called Tiny Furniture, so is, is the name of that type of film. But anyways, uh, enough time wasted with her. Uh, uh, let's uh, jump into uh, uh, our, 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 our main attraction for the night. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, like two weeks ago, uh, we started something tonight. We ended. 